What the hell we got here? Some kind of public access show or something? DPS Report! Now, now my flow is in the pocket like wallets I got the bounce like hydraulics I can't call it I got the swerve like alcoholics My freshman year I was going through hella problems Till I built up the nerve to drop my ass up out of college My teacher said I'm a loser I told her why don't you kill me I give a fuck <laughs> if you fail me I'm gonna follow my heart. My heart. And if you follow the charts to the plaques or the stacks, you ain't gotta guess who's back. See, I'm so shy that you thought I was bashful, but this bastard's flow will bash your skull, and I will. What's up, everybody? We're back. And we bang. And we bang. And we But you ain't gotta guess who's back. TPS Ford's podcast. Back again. Now I can inch turn this volume up a little more because this intros are always a little hot. A little hot. Uh, term back. back from Florida. Welcome back, my good friend. Uh, how was your trip? Good to be. It was okay. Just okay. You're gonna get home. And it's 20 degrees here. And you're talking about just okay. It took a turn in the second half. I didn't think I was gonna get into it this early. It's kind of awkward. Oh, okay. Well, we can move on. <coughs> <laughs> no, I mean I'm gonna get to it eventually. Awkward in the second half of your um, trip? Yes. Awkward maybe a too light of a word. Um, my girlfriend's... Underwears. Uh, Underwears. <laughs> no, my girlfriend's upstairs neighbor, who's a 77-year-old Vietnam veteran, um, shot himself in the head on the lawn. What? In the middle of the night. Hell yeah! No, no hell yes. Blab! I mean. <laughs> no. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> no, we don't like that. No. Don't shoot yourself. I don't hate it. I just don't like it at all. And it's terrible. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> okay. Sorry to throw this at very, you. This is a very dark turn. Just like this podcast took three seconds into That's it. That's crazy. <laughs> it's like, what else am I supposed to start with other than like, hey, how was the trip? No, Welcome back. And then you're like, well, a lot happened on the trip, but there's really one thing that I can't get out of my head. I really don't remember the other things that happened. So wait a minute. things did happen. Holy shit. Dude, I was just like, hey, I got an MGK clip pulled up. We'll be straight. It's coasting, dude. So We'll coast. Tell me. We'll, we'll get to the other happening <laughs> shit about your trip later. So um, The neighbor. The neighbor. Blew his brains out. Mm, he shot himself in the head. All right. He kept his brains in. Ish. Uh, it was a faulty bullet. Wait, um, so were you present for this? Were you at, yes. at your girlfriend's house and home yes. when he did this? Yes. So you heard bang. We heard a loud bang. Um, so Saturday night, uh, it was already a weird night because we watched Gummo. And Gummo <laughs> will screw up any vibes. This is the worst day ever. That you ever have. Um, but no, we go to bed. It's like one in the morning. Um, maybe a little later, we go to bed and I was probably asleep for like five minutes. 
Um, first of all, her upstairs neighbor, uh, this is this old dude, Richard, he's a Vietnam vet. Um, and for the last handful of visits that I've been there, he's, he's lived there for like 15 years or more, um, alone. And, uh, he, he makes a lot of noise up there cause he's like old and he's frail. Um, and I know my girl's gone up there and asked him like, not even to like complain, but just ask like, what's, what's up, you know? Uh, and he has trouble getting around sometimes to like use a chair as a walker. And it's like, um, he, he's, it's he's always making noise up there. A chair is a Using a thing you sit in as a walker? Right. Yeah, go on. <clears throat> um, it's a little early for these cornball jokes to land. Go ahead. Anyway, <laughs> the whole trip uh, this time, it's it's kind of like, it's noticeably a li- like even more intense. And I think it was the it was Friday night, the night before. Uh, it was all night. Like, dude never stopped. Get up to pee at three in the morning, you could still hear him up there. Was this Thanksgiving weekend? Yes. So it was that Friday, uh, Black Friday? <coughs> it was a Saturday. Oh, okay. After Thanksgiving. Cyber Saturday? So, um, and I even made a comment that night we were when we were getting in bed. I said something about, like, you know, if he, like, fucking uses clogs as slippers or something. It's just, like, it's so loud. It's it's all night. Yeah. Um. Anyway, we go to bed, and uh, I was probably asleep for, like, five minutes, and we are awoken. Awoken? Count it. I'm not going to get on your case right now, dude. Keep <laughs> we, talking. We we oh, uh, we wake up to a loud noise. Um, it sounds like it was outside. It's so funny. The sh- it's like a loud the, bang. The reputation we have at home for gun violence and just like hearing gunshots in the so, night in Chicago when you go to Jacksonville. First of all. We don't hear those here. My first week there, um, there's a stray cat that lives by her house and... Uh, it's, she's like my little pet when I when I visit. I put out food for her every day, and she comes. Uh, and I, and then, so the first week I was there, I was out front in the morning drinking my coffee. I think Tom was seventy seven years old in the story. <laughs> I like to put out food for the cat in I the do. morning. It's Shakshuka. It's my <laughs> my pet. It's my girl. And um, but the first week I'm there, uh, I'm outside in the morning petting Shakshuka, drinking my coffee, and I hear bang 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 like really loud. Uh, and it's like Chief Keith album, like a, a block away. Yeah. Um, bang, and bang. it turns out some dude, like a block and a half away f- uh, from her crib, was like they were serving a warrant. I guess he came out with a gun and like ran. And then they were looking for him, and he booked it to a car, and then he like drove the car at the cops, and they unloaded on him. Uh, but they killed a dude like a block away. Uh, Florida's really just different. It's hot. The block is hot. It's crazy. <clears throat> but yeah, so I, I had already heard uh, gunshots within like a stone's throw uh, while I was there. Anyway, like we wake up to a loud, just one loud bang. And I remember saying like, what the fuck was that? My girl was like, I don't know. Sometimes my neighbors light fireworks or whatever. And I was like, it's like one thirty in the morning. And just then her roommate knocks and she says, are you guys okay? And we're like, yeah, did you hear that too? And she said, it was right outside my window and I'm too scared to look. Yeah, I so, get that. 1 a.m., gunshots. <coughs> I'm not trying to just stand in the window. Right. She was like watching TV young woman. with her back to the window and she like hit the deck and like crawled out to the hallway. Jesus. But she said that and my girl's side of the bed is closer to the window so she looks out. And instantly, her reaction is like panic. First, it's like confusion. Fair. Um, A fair and I get reaction. Up, I get up and look, and 
it's like pitch dark out, but there's a street light in the distance, and uh, you can see on her lawn. So both their rooms are along the same wall, and they each have a window that looks out onto the lawn, first floor. Okay. The, the, it's their apartments, but it's like a house with four units. Got it. Um, <clears throat> and you can see in a chair, there's a guy, and he's slumped to the right, and his right arm is hanging down, and his head is like kind of on his shoulder. Um, and she's like, there's a dead body outside, like, like freaking so out. So the neighbor, the, the neighbor, that this we chick who was too scared at this point. was the first person that looked outside? No. Who, she, who is this with the report of that? My See, girl. So Berta. Looks out the window, and I, I look with her. Okay. Um, and then we, we go out, <clears throat> and she's, she's kind of like losing it, like there's, someone just killed themselves, someone yeah. just killed themselves. And I step outside, and I, I kind of, I like approached. You nudge his shoulder a little bit, buddy. I walked up, but time to wake up. Wakey, I'm like, wakey. I'm like, wait here. Maybe it's just like a drunk guy who fell asleep or something, and someone was lighting off fireworks. I, I want to just fucking. Uh, it's not in your nature, but you're like, now is the time to be optimistic. I am My being girlfriend as needs me. As I can. That man right there is asleep and, and so, alive. <clears throat> I, I approach, and it's pitch dark out. I can't see anything. I could see that's. It's a man who's wearing a plaid shirt, and the arm that is hanging down, there's a flashlight in the grass at the end of it. That's all I can see. I can't see a gun. And I rush back, and I'm like, uh, uh, I'm looking for a flashlight, even though I just, he had one. You Was know, anybody you know else saying? congregating, or is it just like <coughs> the, you guys from that live in that house? It's just the three of us. Um, so I go inside, and... My girl's roommate is on phone on the phone with 911 and I take a phone just to use the flashlight and I go back outside uh and I reapproach the man and now I could see there it was a flashlight at the bottom of the hand but under the chair is a gun um there's blood kind of like running down the sleeve um dude are you all right this is like I know I'm, I'm, well that's that's what I said uh, and I know it's like a stupid question because Sorry, what's obvious. I just did not see this coming. This, I, I'm legitimately like. I've been holding it in the whole time because I'm like. This is what I don't we always have to do, tell by the, the story way. twice. I hate when we have to tell stories a second time on the show and then it's God. like he knows everywhere I'm going and it's not entertaining. Well, that, that's no. always like. Uh, that's kind of like procedure for podcasts when you get back from a trip. It's like, I, you I know. know, you've been here for 30 minutes, but we like cold shoulder each other and just don't even ask how we're doing because it's right. like, yeah, you know, <clears> we'll, we'll probably get into that on this episode. We've been off for a few weeks. Boy, did I not see this coming. And legitimately, I like, have you, do you feel like you need to speak to anybody? Have you like spoken to anybody? To yeah. Speaking to, there's a lot of people Therapist you mental. You know? uh, no, but for real, that's like inspecting a dead body. You're, you're the first on the scene, basically, reviewing to confirm. Yeah. Okay. Flashlight, gun, gunshot, blood, so, pulse. Like <clears throat> you just did that. Uh, that's I, not normal. That's, I know. That fucks people up. I'm looking at him under the light. I can tell it's uh, her neighbor, Richard. I've, you know, we've exchanged hellos and stuff. He's very quiet. He keeps to himself. Um, but I'm familiar. I, I know that it's him. How many days ago exactly was this? Or you, was you said it was the Saturday. Last Saturday. Okay, so shit. It was a week nine. ago. Yeah. Um, but I said, Richard, are you okay? And in my head, I'm like, this guy just fucking shot himself. Yeah. What is Richard, it? are you okay? But me. when I said it, he moved. He started moving, and uh, what? he like groaned a little bit. Uh, and then I walked around to the front of him, and he kind of looked up at me. 
And I could see that, uh, like, some of his skull was coming out of his forehead. Oh, and then... Oh, my <clears throat> God. And I saw, like, more blood, uh, a little coming out of his mouth and, like, on his shirt and stuff. But immediately when I saw his, the head wound, I was like... Because I'm also uh, relaying information... Uh, you're like girl ho- hollering and from the yard, seeing no, what so you I, saw. I see what I see, and I'm like, he he must be a goner, and I don't I don't want to like inspect any further and get like yeah, gruesome, I wouldn't be touching gruesome the body. imagery. Good God. Um, but I also I run back inside to tell them like tell nine one one he is shot in the head. We need an ambulance. Yada yada yada. yada. And uh, then I <clears throat> I put on my sweater because I wanted to go like kind of st- stick by him, but I didn't like the gun being there. So yeah. I wanted to move the gun. Don't touch that. But I wanted to... Well, it's also kind of chilly out. But I wanted to put on a sweater so I could use my sleeve to move the gun. So, and then... This is where me and you split paths. So far, I would inspect. My girlfriend doesn't have to inspect. I'm going out there with the he's light. He's still alive. I don't so think I'm, like, I'm going to... Oh, you don't want him to grab the gun again. Well, I'm like, I want to kind of be there to like comfort him or whatever. But I don't like that it's there. I don't know if he can even grab it. I, I don't wouldn't know. feel comfortable with a live... I don't know Gun if he can, sitting I don't at my know feet what with mind, this guy. He's obviously suicidal. Who knows if he's homicidal? Um, but I say I say it out loud. I'm going to go move the gun, and 911 hears it, and she she says back to me. They no. said, "Don't touch the gun." Yeah, I, I mean, um, I would assume. I understand your instinct to maybe think all those things at once, and like this being here is not good. Like I don't know this guy, his state of right. mind. Like you said, like he's clear. Oh my god, he's not dead. He's moving and grunting. Like, yeah, maybe he has enough energy to eventually let that arm slump down and grab the gun again. Like, right. you're the one there. And, you know, I really don't think in, in my protection head, mode. Uh, I really don't think in my head I was thinking that, like, he's going to grab it. Because I think at that point I was like, he can't grab anything. Yeah. Um, but okay, I just so didn't anyways, want it there. The, 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 and they're like, don't touch it. And now my girl's like, don't even go out, you know, stay in here. And, and I'm also like, I want to comfort her because she's fucking freaking out. Um, and a minute or two probably passes and I walk back outside and now, no ambulance yet, but cops have arrived. And of course, the cops are walking up. They shoot up, a black guy. They're walking, <laughs> they're walking up with their guns drawn. And it's like, you know, like I said, it's pitch dark out. So I, I walk out on her like front porch and i point over to where he is on the lawn he's got a gun i say he's over there and i say the gun's under the chair i'd be petrified to gesture with my arm outward at all at that hour in that pitch darkness and and their response is they yell at me with their guns drawn to get back inside why are cops so bad at just being like nice right so then it all like in that moment is clear to me like their tough job i guess like their mindset and i know this is like the main thing i've grappled with uh since and thought about uh constantly is like, I, I really think the cops suck, and I'm trying to like see it from their Dude, perspective. Guy or hassled me leaving the sushi restaurant not- a couple weeks ago. Fucking cop was moving a semi truck that was stuck. <laughs> I literally rolled. I'm sorry to like left turn here, but I like rolled my window down just because I'm like, okay, they're they're blocking off the two ways out. So I was like, I'll just ask this cop. And I was rolling my window down to be like, excuse, excuse me, me officer, what would you? Should we Get wait? Your hands up! He basically did. He's like, don't you move. Don't you move. You don't see that truck right there? You don't see that fucking truck? You stay in your car. I swear to God, I'm not exaggerating. And I was like, wow, fuck you. 
I was about to just be like, hey, man, you right. tell me. I'm, I'm professional just, let me know when to go. Yelling And then guys. I'm sitting in there seething like, you don't fucking talk to me like that. You like, Who the f- oh, you fucking gun in a badge, tough guy. So go I ahead. go up and I'm like, uh, he's over there and they, they, I can hear in their voice when they're like, get inside, that they're in like fucking military mode. They're walking up like a fucking platoon in fucking formation, you know, with their guns drawn and flashlights out. And, uh, and when I see that, I'm like, I said, he's shot in the fucking head. Like, like he how, used the how, F word. <laughs> like, uh, I don't, I don't understand. Like, I don't think he's a threat right now. Anyway, they're when I said that, they said again, we know he's get back inside. You think we don't know that? <clears throat> so I go back inside, and now I go around to my girl's window, and it, it bothers me that I even went back inside because it's like I have every right to stand on the fucking porch. Yeah, um, I would have started filming. So I did. I started filming because now I'm like, now I'm a guy who's filming uh, the thousandth video. Uh, where where it's like I called, well she her roommate called, but we called nine one one for help for an ambulance, and now two minutes later I'm filming the cops like because I think they're gonna shoot a guy who I know doesn't have a gun in his hands. Um, anyway, I'm and when I'm looking from the window now, <clears throat> I can see that Richard is like sitting up in the chair and he's got his hand, he's got his face in his hands. And he's like shaking his head. He's totally like animated. And I'm like, I'm thinking like, how could he have had that exit wound that I saw and still be like totally animated? Like how, how could you miss your brain when the when it comes out the forehead? Um, and well, you know what they say about you know, a <clears throat> chicken with its head cut off. Right. There's well, it, that scene in, 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 in the scary movie where the, the body's literally on like the morgue cart and then flinch. Right. Right. Jamie Lee Curtis cut Michael Myers' head off and he came back you know what I'm saying (laughs) who knows what this man is anything can happen so uh, he's like totally animated and obviously he's like confused he's concussed Um, he shot himself in his head yeah he's a lot of things and yelling pointing guns at him and yelling to put his hands up and shining lights in his face is definitely not helping the the situation towards a veteran like that that got him to the point to put a gun at his head in the first place right Maybe he thought um, when he was serving his country in Vietnam. I know that cops have a very dangerous and and scary job or whatever. Blah blah blah. And I don't know. <laughs> fuck. Stop. Wait. No. I don't know where it is. I'm sorry. <laughs> Stop saying. No. We don't know where the blah 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 is, but it's okay. Yeah. In summation, blah blah blah. So, um, and I know that they like. For all they know, they could be fucking. This could be an ambush or something, even though how often does that really happen? Yeah. Um, but I, I've, as someone who was there from start to finish, I, I like I know everything about the scenario, and I know for a hundred percent fact I approached the guy that he was not a th- like I hate just how they have to treat everything like I like they are the most important thing on the scene, first priority. Yeah. Everything is a threat to me, first priority. Uh, well, it really I mean, pisses I, I me off. I guess it's you know it's it's and then, true. To but top not, it off, yeah. In his confusion, Richard stands up to his feet, and the cops tackle to the ground a fucking seventy-seven-year-old man with a bullet. In can his I head. like who? Can I buy the rights to this film? <clears throat> you know, I would take some artistic liberties and ri- you buy the video. Richard wouldn't get tackled in that moment. He would come back and he would destroy <laughs> all the cops like a fucking superhero. It was so unnecessary. Um, you know, and then after that, they put him in the ambulance, but I'm like, why couldn't you just, like, 
have taken him by the hand when he stood up and guided him to the ambulance. Like, you see the gun is there. You see he doesn't have one. You see he's got a bullet in his head. He's an old man. Do you have to tackle him to the How fucking many cops, ground? Give or take. I know it's Tackled dark. him? No, no, no. Like, we're there at all. Responding. Eight? eight? Probably eight. And one or two tackled him? Yeah. Okay. Um. Anyway, Yikes. they put him in the ambulance. Ambulance leaves. Uh, some cop comes and asks us a few vague questions and then is like, I'll be back. And Can you delete that video, please? Never <laughs> comes back. Um, <clears throat> so wait. We told them what his name was. Were they, they weren't concerned at all about the video of them tackling the bullet-wounded old man? I'm sure they didn't even know I was back there Did filming. you film them tackling that yes. bullet-wounded old man? Yes. Did you... Like, is there anything to even be done with that footage other no. than just a fun little highlight from your Thanksgiving trip? No, so... Um, that just seems like... I don't know. Like, look. I don't know. <coughs> like, it wouldn't uh, amount to anything. Right. It wouldn't be. It, it's not. A, Let's if, not forget. If the guy stood It's the up. Jacksonville Police Department who, uh, a and, few and, years ago, when someone sent me a video I of themselves it, yep. trying to kill their father, yes. I, when I contacted the Jacksonville Police Department to tell them I have this video. They were and, like. And from a person of interest. Like, Sorry. I thought I'd find it. <coughs> <coughs> I thought I'd find Somewhere. the blah, blah, blah. All right. Uh, we'll, we will get <laughs> We're to get the last goddamn blah. button we push. No, no, I hate it. I hate it. Thought it was two. Sorry, this one. No, it wouldn't be that. It would be all right here. Blah, blah, Woo! Blah, blah. You are. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I found it. Okay. Calling the Jacksonville police in that situation got me fucking nowhere. Yeah. They they couldn't they couldn't have given less of a shit. <laughs> Um, anyway, they get him in an ambulance, they ask us a few vague questions, say they're going to be back, they never come back, um, but the last thing that I hear one of the cops say is that he's, that he lived, uh, that Richard, that was going to be my next question, so, is this man, so, like, what's worse? There's there's a little more to it, and, so now my girl brings up the fact that, um, the day before Thanksgiving, Richard asked her if her car had been broken into because his had been ransacked the night before. Okay. And I was putting together the fact that I watched <clears throat> the cops, uh, for whatever reason, like went over to his car to look around by his car. And one of the cops pulled at the door and it opened. His car was just unlocked when he had told her the night before, you know, two nights before. His car had been ransacked, and he was, like, paranoid about it. Mm-hmm. He was sitting in front of his car on the lawn. Mm-hmm. So the the house has, like, a kind of like a, a small front lawn, and that's where everybody parks their cars. And he was on the side lawn, which is, like, you know, a lawn. Um, and he was positioned right in front of his car with a flashlight in the middle of the night with his car unlocked. So you think he was wa- so watching, I'm like, waiting for burglars? Maybe he was staking out the joint. And, the, and, you know, he's old and feeble, and the gun went off. It's fucking pitch dark out. Um, and maybe it was just like a misfire that, like, just grazed him Well, what's something. crazy is he lived to maybe provide this information one day. It's not like you're going to go knock on his door on your next trip and be like, hey, buddy, gotta, let me give well, you no. Yeah. Not so what was your story yet. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. But two days later, his daughter came to pick up some of his mail, and she told me that he died. Uh-huh. Uh, I think it was the day after. So we had spent like a whole day, you know, we're, we're having, uh, you know, we're just like having conversations about like, uh, if we should visit him 
uh, how how is his recovery going to be? And it's like the whole time he's fucking dead. Um, <clears throat> so he he died shortly after. So she told me that he, he left the premises in an ambulance. The the hospital told her that he was pretty with it uh, in the ambulance, and he was like answering their questions, and he was like talking to them, and he was very responsive. But by the time they got to the hospital, he had lost consciousness, and then fell into a coma. Bleeding in the brain. Were there services like while you were still in town? Did you hear about that from the daughter at all? Like, so I don't think they were very. Not that you'd be like expected to to go or something, but right. I'm sure you'd be very connected to the the story and like all those follow ups and like, yeah. Shit, we should just pour one up for Richard right now. I guess, huh? Yeah, I was gonna say that. Yeah, I'm on it. I meant to say when I started my story. I'm on it to pour up preemptively. Um, but she gave us more information about how the Jacksonville Police Department sucks ass. Let's hear it. Uh, starting with the fact that, for first, I, I walk her through the whole story. And immediately when I say, like, he was sitting in a chair right there on the lawn, uh, she stops me and says, they told me he shot himself in his car. <laughs> fucking, <laughs> fucking dickhead investigative research. You stink. Yeah. Um, dude, 100% did not shoot himself in his car. And then she told me how they admitted I think that's him. a pretty easily answered question, too. Like, Pulp Fiction. Like, ask, is there blood all over the fucking seat? Ask the three witnesses. So there was, yeah. like, spillage on his seat. It's like a drink. It's like coffee. You know, there's, like, you know, fucking car seats have little fucking spills on them. And then Dexter Morgan at the Jackson himself in his car, department was like, yeah, that's blood. Right. It would have looked crazy. There would. Oh, where's the bullet hole in the fucking roof, Sherlock? Yeah. Um, really bothered me. Did you me. call any cops Sherlock? <clears throat> I'm a tight. I just did. And so... <laughs> Got that in the back pocket for next time. And then she tells me they admitted him as a John Doe. And she had to... Like, it wasn't easy for her to fucking figure all this out. Because uh, I guess the landlord was the one who contacted her after we told him what happened. Um, there's like 50 pieces of mail in his mailbox with his name on every single one of them. We told them his name is Richard. They went into his apartment... It's almost like they the don't f- give a fuck. It's almost. <laughs> it's almost as if. Almost. Like they really, don't give a fuck. It's like they. It's like it doesn't matter. And of to course, them. you know, after he's in the ambulance, in a way, it's just uh, a bunch of douchebags fraternizing. Yeah. Fraternizing on the on the lawn. Um, not that like I expect a cop to weep over fucking every yeah. shot guy who he handles, but. I haven't been in, like, a, a, a whole bunch of police situations. I got in trouble a lot when I was a kid, but justifiably, like, I deserved it. So I'm not even really critical of a cop maybe being a jerk to me uh, at the he time. Jerk. But, like, remember when we got, uh, your car got ransacked? The the crazy uh, Spanish hoodlums, part I mean, two story. That's not a ransacking. Well, they destroyed the windows. <laughs> that's a destroying. That was an attempted murder. They destroyed my car. They would have killed us if exactly. they had gotten to us. And then remember, we finally, like, you got us out of there. We hid behind a, a, a building. It was closing time skirt, at the skirt. bars. And right. then finally a cop rolled up. We got a, a cop. I think I called. Right. And I told them where, where we were. Well, we, I was on the phone with them during the chase, too. Oh, but you I didn't, called. I didn't, that's right. I didn't know where we were exactly. So, and we were still moving. You're, you're zipping through corners. triangulate the call. Triangulate it, officer. <laughs> so I remember even when the two cops came, they were so like... <laughs> Your car's destroyed. It's two, the two of us and a girl, and we're kind of we're all like shook up, pale, you know. And they were both we're like, all shook up. <laughs> they both were just kind of like, huh? Guys, they didn't get out of the fucking car. They, yeah, they they just like rolled by, and they were like, they talked you to guys us good? through the window. You guys good? The whole time. And we're like, well, yeah, I guess now. Like, we got out of the car, 
for one second, and it was to help me loosen one of the lug nuts on my now flat yep, fucking tire. Nut. Fixed, fixed it. it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's in here too. That'll take me all night. Uh, yeah, cops. Cops traditionally yeah. suck balls. He just like looks at the space where your back windshield used to be, and he's like, "I think they broke it. They broke the glass here, huh?" Mm-hmm. So, you're gonna, uh, you're gonna need you, you guys one all right those. though. You guys safe? All right, we're gonna get out of here. I gotta take off. In fact, if you don't get a new one of those, we're gonna give you a ticket for not having one of those. <laughs> <clears throat> Let me just get to that now. Uh, yeah. So. Well, wow, dude. Cops suck. Um, but when I pitched my whole theory to his daughter uh, about the staking out the car, and the, there was also like shit from his car was on the other side of the lawn, just like sitting there. That was, like, it, that was a bait. He I'm, was like putting free shit out know. on the sidewalk I for him. Like, come here. <laughs> I don't know. Fuck around and find out. Come on my lawn. Come on. <laughs> Try me. Or if he was like, maybe he took it out and didn't know, you know? Maybe he didn't remember that he took shit out of his car and then was like, someone was in my car. Yeah. I I don't know. He's looking at the reflection of his driver window and just seeing himself and <laughs> got confused. What the fuck is You in feeling my car? lucky, punk, so, to himself? <laughs> I pitched the whole... Uh, theory to his daughter and she was like oh no honey this was intentional and she told me that there was an entry wound underneath the chin um dude she cucked you sweetheart a little bit hey maybe what if he dropped it and it fucking (laughs) hit under the chin and went out the forehead I don't know did she pinch your cheek oh that doll that's cute cute little moron (laughs) you're dumb you're dumb (laughs) huh you're a little dumb guy now she told me how like uh they had recently talked on the phone, and some things he had said now in hindsight are like, yeah, red flag. Make, yeah, make it obvious. I, I, I was holding out for it to be uh, that he was staking out the car. Small part of me still wants to strongly hey. believe that he was staking out the car. It's nice. Like you're not a. I mean, I feel like we're similar in that we're not naturally super optimistic people, but you were trying. I was trying. You were trying to find the silver From lining. From the jump, I like, was like, could no, be Richard's, a drunk guy. Would, Richard wouldn't do that. Like, it's just a crazy accident. That I don't see any booze, but this guy could be drunk. Uh, well, I'm sorry that happened to you. I think it's... <clears throat> I mean, did you talk with Berta and her family at all? Like, furthermore, like, to not to bottle this up for nine days, it's like, hey, man, get that teletherapy. I session. talked to, like, my mom. That's crazy. And my dad. It's a good start. I talked to my parents about it. My mommy and daddy <laughs> made me feel. <laughs> really like the only people I've seen or talked to and seen. Um, God damn it. That's it's crazy. It's partially why I watched the fights alone on Saturday because I was like, yeah. If we hang, I will talk about it. <laughs> this podcast fucks up like our ability to be friends where right. it's like. I'm like thinking maybe you will text me for the fight. Either way, I was like, I was cool to not do it uh, or get together and watch him. But yeah, you, I knew you were home and it's like, maybe we'll get together. And it's like, he just got home. You know, you want that day to right. just be alone and not have your friend over or something. And the card relax. was, it was a good card. I watched it. It was an excellent card. Yeah. And that was like that chunk, five hours or whatever. But that's hilarious. Was like, I was like, you might have been, and maybe you should have. Like, I could have came over. We could have talked about it and it's catharsis and stuff. But you're like, and the podcast is going to be weird. We want nothing to talk about. So right. I guess I just won't Ever call since my friend. <laughs> I got robbed or the guy tried to rob me in San Francisco. And then, you know, that whole story with the Cholos. Yeah. Uh, I told it to you and Stevie like six times. Yeah, it is and tough. then we did a podcast and I'm like, I'm telling it to a brick wall right now. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that episode blows, and I didn't do that story justice. So yeah, that's all I was thinking. It. You're overthinking it. Um, but it is, no, telling it is like a... Even though it's like really grim, 
there's something cathartic to it. I mean, of course. I mean, that's why therapy exists. And I'm, I'm not even preaching. I'm not trying to be preachy I for might you have to go do that. sounded a little shaky at the beginning. You did, you did a few too many of these. <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah, but you know, dude, it's that's literally what I don't it, know how to. You just defined. It. You just defined for thirty minutes or so, like a, a traumatic. That's trauma. That's that's crazy. You saw an exit wound and heard the bullet shot of a man who attempted suicide, and then you had to deal with the fuckhead Jacksonville police. Attempted. He well, the man who succeeded. succeeded in his goals. He just died a winner. He's a pro. <laughs> Uh, but that's really like that's what one the word one. trauma is reserved for. That's why we bitch and moan about people that like try to take the the ultra woke culture to like a, oh like I saw a, I heard a well, song I'm, I'm still I heard baby it's cold outside and it was kind of rapey and now I'm I feel trauma. People it's forgot like, no, no, my some name. Some people got to inspect bodies. People forgot my name on the set of the Dahmer show, so now it yeah. <laughs> it gives me trauma. Remember that bitch? I forgot all about her. Oh my god, man. Oh, here's uh, the But shot. I'm still like reluctant to use that word even. What word? Like trauma. Oh, yeah. But no, but I'm, it is. That's that's traumatic. That's, um, dude, dude you, I, I just heard the yeah, story. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't it was fun. A tra- it was traumatic to hear that and picture my friend like examining a body and then seeing like a bloody gun and stuff. Like that's not In the normal moment, life uh, experience. It shouldn't be. You don't like uh, have the ability in the moment for the trauma, at least like in my experience... Yeah. Um, but that's what that's why that's I mean uh, I did when I saw why his, you need to talk shit out I, a lot of times you when I saw his head I was probably like I probably said oh my god or fuck or something I don't remember what I said but I'm sure I had a reaction say what like, the gush what the gush <laughs> I still say that but <clears throat> um, it's a year old commercial I'm sure I did but my, my main thought even in that moment was like alright I'm relaying information and I got the information I need I don't need to fucking like I don't need to be the fucking uh What's the morgue guy? The, what, they, the, what do they the call the coroner? Guy? The coroner. Is that the morgue guy? Or is yes. that a different job? No. I think morgue guy. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the title this week. You're the morgue guy. Well, Richard. To Richard. God damn it. That's a crazy story. I think that's the craziest you. story ever told on this podcast. Normally, it would be the one where- I assume it That we just referenced. Cake. Getting the shit smashed out of the car and almost dying <clears> is just right. like- uh, That's wild. That was- Look, it's traumatic. That was a fucking traumatic thing. And like, I still can't look at a Mexican in the car next to me. <laughs> I can't even see Mexicans anymore. I can't even eat enchiladas across the street. <laughs> All right, dude. I'll say it. Well, no, but um, yeah. Thanks for sharing, and uh, I hope you're all right. You know, I'm here for you, bro. I think I'll be okay. Bro was shook. <laughs> I'm here for you, dude. <coughs> I got you. All right. Well, uh, cheers to Richard and that up. very unfortunate story. Uh, yeah, it was fucked up. Um, God, tell me about it. I don't. I mean, wish you just it did upon anyone. No, that's crazy. Uh, yeah, you really kept it under your hat too. Like, I didn't even. I didn't even uh, feel like. There's been times you've showed up before. Like, remember when uh, the show last year became Vax only? Oh, right. Or Vax card only, whatever. That it, was worse. And and I remember you showed up, and I like could see on your face, and I was like, dude, what's wrong? In terms of like having you, you really hit it. I was like, to my we're gonna have a fun podcast, regular, normal, fun. Right. <laughs> we took three weeks off. Back to the fun. And you kept saying like, uh, all right, well. Oh, I always prep them. I'm like, <clears throat> so I got this MGK clip. I got some fun shit. We'll brush over that you were in Florida, and then we're gonna talk about MGK. And I was like, I don't know if we're gonna brush over the fact that I was in Florida. It's all right. We can do a long one slash save any of this junk. I mean, that's pretty pertinent. <laughs> but when I sat down, I was like. Okay, I'm going to have to start the show on this. Yeah. 
It would have been. That's good. We hooked him. Yeah. I'll listen to my recommended album. Um, good God Almighty, man. Uh, well, uh, I didn't do much. <laughs> I've watched a lot of television. I watched a lot of television. Also, I didn't stop watching television. Yeah, I wasn't actually. I wouldn't say I was watching it as much as I was staring blankly into the screen, right. traumatized for nine days. But you watch Gummo too? No, I, I didn't see the sequel. Uh, no, I did watch Red Rocket. <coughs> that was a fun movie. Hell yes. I know why you liked it. So, I know you liked so it more Chomo, than Crimes. Of so the Chomo Groomery, dude, it's your movie. Hell yeah, dude, that's my guy. That's <laughs> that girl's so hot. I identify. Um, oh my goodness, it's crazy. I love her. Uh, I want to look her up. Simon I'm surprised Lex, I haven't though, yet. Um, it was a super enjoyable part of that movie, though. Was just like we've worked with Simon Rex. We played show multiple shows with him. We've met him. We have. Uh, even before those shows, we've been like the fans homie. of like th- Four Loco. What, what was their thing? Three Loco? Yeah. Four Loco is the, Three, the yeah. actual thing. You got it. <laughs> and um, But I, I, when I saw that movie in theaters, like half of my enjoyment was just sitting there like, like crushing the Simon role. Rex is crushing this fucking lead role in a huge movie. Yeah. He's doing great. Yeah, like he's maybe a, it ran a little long. He's hilarious. Overall. And you I know, love I Sean oh, I Baker. I going to spoil it, so fuck it. Um... What the movie? No, like I uh, in in the the. It's been out a long time. Not really. Just never mind. It, it was good. I like. I like it. Sean I like it way Baker's more than films. Crimes of the Future. Uh, it's the guy who did the Florida Project. I like that. And all his movies have like two actors, and everyone else is just people from the town that he films it in. Yeah. And he just finds good people, and he has yeah, the chick who plays Dirt Nasty's wife, who did a really good job. Too. Yes. Like the you know. I think she might be an actress. Um, what, you think? <laughs> she's like, in a movie th- well everyone else in that movie though oh, is you. not an actor uh like no what's, yeah what's yeah, the guy's yeah. name lionel or whatever his friend lonnie yeah is it lonnie i remember i thought lonnie was great uh lonnie is like this classic type of character in a movie where it's just like i have smoked in this guy's garage a yeah. hundred times i know this character so well um i did watch that his drug dealer like i don't know sean baker just has a an extreme knack for Picking out people who have never acted, who can be extremely natural and believable in his films. And I think his films are great. I told you about, uh, I just watched Assault on Precinct 13, because I took a break from my (laughs) watching all the John Carpenter movies for the tour and stuff, but I still had a few on my list. I don't know why I've always thought of a different movie when I hear that title. They remade it with Ethan Hawke like 15 years ago or something. I do know why now. Um, and actually, I, I think I've seen that one. Like, I, it was on TV or something many years ago, and I did. I had no idea, it's and I was surprised to look up John Carpenter as the director. That was his directorial debut, I think. But uh, I watched that the other day. I watched um, this. Is what I wanted to recommend to you: there is a documentary on Netflix, or it's like a three-part series. It's called uh, Aftershock: The Nepal Earthquake and something. Damn, I thought you were gonna. Say the the buff lady that killed her husband or whatever. Uh, Killer Sally. I watched that too. Because I watched right. Pumping Iron. Yeah. The old seventies Arnold yeah, Schwarzenegger. Yeah, I, I think I mentioned it like a month ago because Bodybuilders Mr. just Olympia like movie. Bodybuilders make me more uncomfortable than hearing that story. Pumping Iron is so kind of gay, <laughs> yeah. but it's also like it's such a great film. Yeah. I was sitting there, and my girl was like in the other room, and every time she'd walk in, I'd be like, "Is this really gay that I'm sitting here drinking scotch, watching buff men?" Yeah. A documentary about buff men. Yes. <laughs> it's a good film, though. Yeah! Uh, Nepalese mountain stuff sounds up my alley. It was, it's not about the 96 thing. Remember, you recommended me the book. We talked forever about that oh, crazy yes. book. This is like, this is like watching a disaster on Everest. 
It's like, and it's the 2015 uh, Nepal earthquake. And there were people camping at at Camp One and at the base camp at the time. And then earthquake, (laughs) it like destroyed Kathmandu. And they show footage of the city. Kathmandu. They they show a bunch of like a a montage of like the destruction, just the buildings and the structures falling apart, and people like people are dying. There's people with building parts landing on them. You see when it's when it's in a film. Yeah. Even though it's real. Yeah. It's so much easier to watch. Yeah, but it's it's way over there on the other it's side of the world. It's way over there on the other side of my TV screen. Um, but uh, I remember that like I remember hearing about that, but it's yeah, that, like at the time I'm just like, "Oh, wow, there was a whatever point whatever magnitude earthquake that really fucked up Nepal." Right. When I, I remember being at my old desk job and like hearing the news or checking the news or whatever. These and, damn Nepalese coins. Something I never thought about is that there are people on Everest trekking it, the whatever, 200 people at the time that are working right. on their trip up the mountain. Because it's always, it's like half, there's always people trying whenever the season is, you know, they like, pay their money and they get on the mountain. Everest has what, like three faces and one of them. Yeah. It's like on a border. So half the mountain is in Nepal. Yeah. And the other half is... Uh, T- Tibet? Tibet, the, I think. There's Chinese yes. and uh, the Nepalese side. <clears throat> um, anyways. Damn, Nepalese coins. It's, it's footage of the, like avalanche and the aftermath and there's also a lot of other like minutiae that they get into of what the love it's crazy uh love nepalese minutiae i was very into it and it's for the same reason we liked that uh into thin air book it's like watching that you're what like there's footage you know the kumbu ice fall they talk about the dangerous part where they put the ladders you're watching they have footage of a gopro helmet cam of people walking over emptiness it's like it's really fucking i watched uh, the shitty movie everest with jake gyllenhaal and josh brolin which is about the 96 disaster yeah but i knew it was gonna suck ass but i just watched it to see a, a little bit of like a a visualization yeah. of what I had just read. I've always been very into. Like, it's not a good movie, but it was still cool to see them going across the ladders and be like, "Okay, yeah, okay." Now I got like that's what that looks like. I feel like everybody uh, has got to be into or at least curious and fascinated by natural disasters. There's another storm in Netflix I was watching. Some of called Earth Storm. It's just like there's a tornado episode, there's a hurricane episode, there's a volcano episode. When I was it's a just kid, fucking interesting. It's uh, like, I think my dad got it on like an infomercial, but we used to have VHSs that were like straight up called Natural Disasters One, Two, yeah, and Three. Rules. As long as you're not there. We used to just watch, you know, it's just... uh, Dude, there's a... Clip after clip of, like, a plane crashing, a volcano exploding. Yeah, they they talked to so many people that were there for the 2015 uh, (coughs) avalanche and earthquake stuff. And it's like the spectrum, you know, they're talking to Sherpas. And then there's, like, this one girl who's, like, one of the main characters. And I guess by the end she got me. But, like, in the first episode, dude, it made me so mad because there are people that dedicate their lives to this sport and this thrill, this ambition. They make a business out of it. And, right. like, and there's this girl who's just, like, like, I didn't know what I wanted to do after college. And I was like, it's Trevor Noah. I did not know uh, <laughs> that I'd be dating Dua Lipa. But she's like, I didn't know what I wanted to do. So I was like, uh, someone recommended I get into. So I, like, I heard that the prospect of, summiting Everest was possible so I like I literally googled how to climb Everest and then I was like how to she's like she went on Google have $60,000 and I was like that's cool I do (laughs) yeah but it's like in in the end I guess she's like became the first Iranian to do all seven summits like she really took it seriously and fucking but in the moment she's like I was just googling it's like really it's like you just like "Hmm, I don't know what to do with my life I feel like (laughs) empty I don't know what to do after college how to climb Everest into Google like started but yeah she uh I didn't do the shit. Right. Anyways. Uh, I guess that's cool for her. I also microdosed. Stuff. Maybe the first time I successfully microdosed some mushrooms to where I like felt it, but I wasn't like, oh, great. Now I'm tripping and my day is gone now. Were they pickled, I was just, pickled mushrooms? No. 
but I was just like zoned in. And towards the tail end of that uh, zone, I watched the last episode of this. They do this thing where like they show you, it's just like a CGI rendering and it's like a big, like the map, you know, you're seeing the map with like Everest and Kathmandu and they're showing you all of Nepal on a map. And then they do this CGI where they swoop in and they're flying through the city and stuff. And then you, you land at, you know, camp one or something. Sounds but awesome. you're like, especially on mushrooms. Yeah. That's, that's what I was going to say. Those <laughs> super cool. hit a little different on the microdose. Right. I was just like, Whoa, dude, like, on my big ass TV, I was just watching. Like I'm oh, like flying through Everest. It so, looked so, so not like a rendering. It looked like <clears throat> a fast motion of a fucking 4K drone. I was just like, and then like you land at the ground level, visually speaking, and I was just like, whoa. <laughs> uh, Did you watch any Disney shorts? No, I think I recommended that yeah. to you a while ago. <laughs> That's your mushroom jam, dude. Have you had any mushroom? Next jam? time, Pixar shorts on Disney Plus. Next time you microdose mushrooms or mega dose or however dose. <laughs> Eat the whole bag. Yeah. And watch Disney stuff. Pixar. All day. Um, well, then, I will watch that. Yeah, it was very good. Uh, <laughs> I saw a film in the theater called Triangle of Sadness. Uh, that's, what, that's just what you need after your <laughs> and, uh, fucking Thanksgiving well, we, weekend. We saw it. Uh, it was in the first half of the trip. <sighs> the good God. half. And... Um, Saw it with my girl's mom. It was lovely. And, and her also. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't just take her mom on a date. Uh, but it was it was just a lovely experience. I remember this movie was, like, I saw a few, I think it was out, like, when I saw the shitty Harry Styles movie. Yeah. Uh, when I saw that fucking I'll boring you know, Kate Blanchett movie. Recently, Melina was like, we're just, every night, it's like, you know, hey, you want to put something on? What Did do you, you want to watch? It? No, but she goes, she saw it was a new thing. She's not privy to our conversations on the pod. And she said, you want to watch this Don't Worry Darling movie? And I was like, no. <laughs> I heard it sucks. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I might watch it for Florence Pooh's butt, but Pooh butt. But we also, um, like three months ago, we took a shot to this cute young actress who I should have had. One. Show me her right now. I should have had her name uh, up when I brought this up. Good God, man! But um, I remember I was like, I don't know who this girl is, but she's really young and she's really cute. And uh, you gotta her say, name dude, was... That's how you describe Red, Red Char- Rocket. Charles B. Dean. Listen, you got to watch this movie, Red Rocket. I don't know who this girl is, but she's mm. really young. And she's, she's really, really cute. cute. <laughs> I mean, really young as in she she was my age when yeah. she died. It's still really... I'm, I'm really young. Come yeah. On. I would say you're young. <laughs> uh, this girl, Charles B. Charles B. Dean. Oh, yeah, yeah. She kind of looks like, like oh, Steve Buscemi in Monsters, Inc. She's got like alien face. She's really cute. But she's also gorgeous. Uh, so Triangle of Sadness is, how do I like summarize it in short? Uh, she's a model. She's dating another model. They're like influencers, and they get a free trip by being influencers on this luxury yacht, like a cruise, uh, <clears throat> which is just filled with fucking crew members and rich people. Um, and it's, uh, a examination of like class dynamics and at some point they all get shipwrecked on an island and you see how the class dynamics suddenly kind of change, you know, now that the fucking, the crew people have to start a fire and the rich people don't know what to do and everything. It's a fucking really good movie. And the whole, like, there's one, uh kind of chaotic scene in the middle where everything starts to go awry. It's not the uh, shipwreck scene, but um, it's like one of the, the greatest like uncomfortable scenes I've ever, I've ever seen in a movie. You got uncomfortable like, how? <clears throat> first of all, you got um, 
like they really do a great job of that like ship rocking feel where everything's like kind of seasickness. You feel like you're also kind of leaning and moving with sea the ship. legs. Yeah. Um. So they did that brilliantly, and then I, I I won't spoil like what the scene turns into, but it is it is fucking yeah, glorious. Don't overhype it. Don't say there was a rousing delight with you and it your girlfriend's glorious. mom. <laughs> it aroused so much delight. Um. No, it's like my pick for best picture. Uh, I'll be surprised if it even got nominated. Yeah, but that that gets the so far, the term best picture of the year award, Triangle of Sadness. And now I know Charlie Dean. She was fucking. She was great. That sucks. Was that like her last picture? It was her last, and I think it was like one of her kind of breakout. Like this was kind of gonna launch her. I think it won like the Palm d'Or or whatever. And uh huh. You know, this would have been big shit. Shit. All right. Well. um... Oh, here's another thing uh, I wanted to get into because I'm wearing a fucking, like a wrist guard right now. Yeah, I noticed that. And uh, I thought you were playing too much video games while no, I was Not going. enough, honestly. I was, uh, I was trying to stay productive and you're shit. whacking but. it too much. You got to use your left hand now. No. So uh, this kind of goes I back to- I only use my a, left hand. I only use my right. Um, <laughs> you want to trade? Let's, you want to do each other? You want to use each other's <laughs> good hands? Dutch rudder. Um <laughs> So this goes back to uh, the last time you were gone, actually, and Vanna Black Soul filled in, and we basically spent three hours talking about uh, why he, he's defending why you know TikTok is a good <coughs> marketing tool, and, and I was saying it's gay. Uh, anyways, so I always knew there would be a time, though, when I just like, whatever, my schedule opened up, and I, I bit the bullet and sat down and started like making Gotta snippets. Say, bit the bullet, dude. I'm sorry. It's my bad. No, it's all right. Uh, right. My bad. He didn't. It wasn't in his mouth. Well, it went through <laughs> the roof of his mouth, I guess. <laughs> he but gulped the bullet. Anyway, um, <clears throat> not funny. Uh, so I, I started just doing this. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna just grab a bunch of our, uh, you know, files of our old videos and start chunking out. Because that's like how everybody consumes shit. It makes me sick personally. Like I hate that. That's like the way content just is now. It's disgusting. But we have a lot of content. And when it, this is like kind of something I wanted to do for the whole 10 year anniversary, 2020, I was like, oh, we'll do some fun extra stuff. We'll share old stuff. And it was like, oh, that was not a good year to celebrate. And we didn't do half of the shit we were maybe going to do. Meanwhile, if I, if I took the time and sat down, I could chunk out and, and add some fucking <laughs> dumb text, the lyrics, you know, stop what you're doing. Rock you got to have music. the you gotta subtitles have the, in I, yellow. So I, I was doing some research. Code of the friend changed the world. Not a, no friend of mine. Uh, but anyways, I'm like, so I'm like, I'll, I'll make it a project. I'll, I'll just sit down and fuck around with like making short 40 second, 60 second, whatever pieces of videos just to like put them out there on the, you know, YouTube shorts and fucking reels and TikTok and just try to like target new audiences because we should do that. Absolutely. I don't want to be the guy to have to go through our catalog again for the thousandth time and now. <clears throat> Do, but it's like once I'm done with it, I'll have these videos. You see how people do on TikTok. They upload the same thing four <laughs> times and then they delete the three that didn't get the most views. And it's like, we'll have an arsenal if we ever want to share in short form pieces of our fucking dozens of old videos, right? I didn't realize how this was going to like just stimulate carpal tunnel syndrome through my yeah, entire a lot body. Of, a lot of clicking. As I do it on my laptop on the couch. It's all clickety clack, clickety clack. <laughs> so I like. The resolution is so okay. I'm not even halfway through our entire like catalog's worth of snippet pulls, and I already have like 40 videos made. It's crazy how many I've made since you've been gone. 
And now I have to like come into the office here where there's this desk and I plug in the, the wireless mouse. I have to sit here where my arm can lay on the table. Right. So I can really just use minor wrist motions because, dude, I had a couple of days where turning my head like I thought I was going to break my neck. <coughs> like it's not carpal tunnel. I feel like, you know, knuckle, wrist, whatever this is, I just call it carpal tunnel because I assume it's that. But it's like it's up in my neck, right. shoulder blades, collarbone. Yeah, the knee bone's connected to the shin bone, it baby. It is uncomfortable. And all in the name of trying to just fit the fucking trend, man. It makes me sick. And like, and all I know it. in the name it, of stroking the algorithm. To the point um, where like, it, it's at the point where I'm just, I have to change. People show me, like my girlfriend's like, hey, look at this cute video. And it's, it's hard for me to not instantly start judging the person who made the video. And not even, I'm, I can't pay attention to it. Especially... Dude. When it has that chick's voice on it. Uh, our pal Chris uh, was sending me, maybe that sent you. That moment when? Oh, P.O.V. You're standing in line. No, they, the, say, uh, bah, bah, they bah, say POV because the fucking <laughs> robot doesn't POV. realize the P.O.V. You're supposed to say P.O.V. Fucking dumbass robots. Uh, so Chris sent me some videos recently about, like, I guess the Balenciaga scandal. Did oh, he yeah. send you anything? <sighs> Dude, I know all about the Balenciaga all right. scandal. Well, here's the thing. I could have learned more about it, but uh, all the videos he sent me, I was just like, oh, I hate this guy so much. <laughs> I... Oh, look at look at this. This is our generation's Upton Sinclair. The way he starts with his glasses off and then says, but actually, apply glasses to eyes. There's more. I think he sent me the same oh, video. Oh, my and it did God. Me. Furious, it makes me. <laughs> Can you send me an article next time? By the way, it's like, it's none of this shit is like evidence of anything. It's like, well, isn't that weird? It's like, yeah, it's weird. Well, Look into the guy whose <laughs> office they shot the photo in because I guess he had a book that was written by a pedophile or something. Where's yeah, the you know evidence? How photo shoots go. You don't think they brought those books and set them on the desk? This and, goes and back to the Mud everything. Runway episode where it's like, oh, fashion, look. Oh, my God, I'm wearing a wedding dress covered in blood. Aren't I edgy at the fashion show? It's like, oh, like, look, we're juxtaposing young models with adult themes. I, I just want evidence that someone's fucking the kids. You know what I'm saying? Right. Show me the kid fucking. Well, <laughs> why, why hide in one of the photo shoots to purposefully have on the desk... <clears throat> um, a document over a lawsuit. It's like a legal document regarding yeah. a lawsuit. Oh, I'll give it to you. It's odd, and I don't know what the motive would be there other than to. But why? Why would you be putting clues and hiding them? Like, I don't know. But the case. Me. It's a case. Come get me, coppers. That's I dare about. That's about virtual pedophilia. Virtual child porn. It's look about, at the journalist. Look at the, I was just sending him back screen grabs of the guy. Like, oh look. Well, he didn't break the story. It's just some fruitcake on TikTok. But that's how, like, you know, when people Chris get, saw it from. I can't even like. First I of all, even. I think I was already in a bad mood when carpal tunnel's acting up and woke up on the wrong side of the bed. But I'm just like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't, like expose somebody. Like, well, it all started. This, this little connect the clues. Isn't that weird? They spelled Balenciaga with two A's and it's B A A L. And Baal is the demon who worships Satan. And it's like, Absolutely, oh my dude. God. You didn't, you didn't know that? Boring, dude. <laughs> these fucking hot takes. Well, first off, it's a. It all stemmed from a photo shoot they did with a little girl holding a teddy bear. The mud runway. Everyone had one of those bears, except they were adults. Remember, they were all walking with bear purses. Right. We watched 16 minutes of it with Jarv. The that BD, was the same campaign. BDSM bears from Balenciaga SM. Um, and then what I what I find interesting is like, uh, did the whole so Kanye West. <laughs> Back it up. It's getting really hard to defend this guy. Yeah. I'm going to need a week to prepare. <laughs> you don't <laughs> if have we're going to defend him, we could do it next week. Or just don't defend him. <laughs> no, I must. I must. <laughs> I must. Um, but didn't this all like uh, stem from the White Lives Matter shirt at the Balenciaga thing? Then Balenciaga like dropped him and started cutting ties over the shirt and some things he might have said about George Floyd. 
and, <laughs> and just brush that in there. And then, and then, uh, isn't that what started the whole like the Jews are out to get me? Because Balenciaga dropped him, and then when he said the Jews are out to get me, other other people started to drop him in, in succession. So is Balenciaga anti? Or wait, Balenciaga or during the Nazi occupation of Paris, uh, continued activity by their connections with Spanish dictator General Francisco Franco, who was Adolf Hitler's close ally. Yeah. Um, Isn't like Adidas started by the, the relation to Franco was so close, in fact, that the Balenciaga designing clothing for the Franco family. They were designing clothing for Hitler's homies. It sounds better when you like when. Term, but Kanye can't say he's going DeathCon. When Term says he was designing clothing for Hitler's homies, that sounds better to me than like this. Hitler was. There is a lot happening with Balenciaga right now, and it literally just keeps getting worse. <laughs> it literally just keeps Kanye getting worse. His glasses are off. Ad featuring children holding teddy bears that were dressed in bondage. Dressed. Put the glasses on. Put the glasses in bondage. On. Oh, what a the theater major this motherfucker. In bondage. Opened up the Pandora's box of how completely grotesque this company is. When you dig deep into their. This other guy's telling me that he doesn't have that bears outfit in his closet <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah, dude, he got turned on by these ads. Um. I just can't stand it. I hate the confidence of every, every time someone shows me a video, it's hard for me to be like, yeah, that is weird about Balenciaga. I just start going like, oh, terrific. Like another fucking homo that thinks he's going to break the news. <laughs> he's breaking the news. Watch out. Did you see how he put his glasses on? Well, here's dramatically. Uh, what's odd is Balenciaga responded by suing the photographer who is now countersuing because he's like, yo, Balenciaga reps were at every single shoot. Yeah, they they like had they paid their, me. They wanted me. This was what they told me to do. Half of like <laughs> it was all their idea. They told me what to do. They were in the room. They approved the edits. They were there for all the fucking photoshopping and the post editing. Yeah. Um. So it's it's a little suspicious that they're trying to. But anyway, sue the photographer and where, clean their where I was, <laughs> I got a little sidetracked. But where I was going with that was that I'm making these dumb TikTok videos that I I just like. Look, somebody's got to do it, and I, you know, I wouldn't mind having them and posting them in the background on reels and stuff to target new audiences. People might see it; it could help. It's not like we're, uh, right. you know, reinventing the wheel here. It's just like, uh, you know, this is how people take content. We have a lot of content. Let's put it in the th the little lens that they're used to seeing this year. I don't know. So, it's slap getting... some subtitles on the bitch yep. and recycle it. But when I see videos, everybody's putting little asterisks in the F asterisk I've been asterisk K this for a long time, and now. and like they're they're saying like, uh, you know, they spell weed O I like like we like French, you know, like O U I D. What? Yes, people are like taking. I'm like, I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna look at that and and know that it's weed. Yeah, like well, weed, weed, weed. Ridiculous. It it stinks, <clears throat> and I don't like it. I don't hate it. I just don't like it at all, and it's terrible. Anyways, um, so I started looking up because I'm only gonna do these videos once. I'm not gonna go like, oh look, now now they changed the fucking rules, so you I gotta said, take this word out. You said wee weed. <laughs> I did. Um, it's, wee it's, weed in your pants. It's not just swearing though. So here's what I would do, like. Our lyrics are popping up so fast. By the way, I'm word by word, I am typing out everything we've ever rapped. It's crazy. Yeah, this sorry. is what I'm doing, you guys. This is what I'm fucking doing. Uh, anyways, I chose to do it. Uh, and I'm looking at what words I should be tiptoeing around. Because I don't want to put asterisks all over. And I, I honestly, this sounds even gayer, but I it's up for there for like a split second. So I've been using emojis. When you say shit, I just put the little shit sign on there for half a second. Now right. it's back to words. Yeah, and when that. it says like, I don't give a fuck, I just put the little guy with the, he's angry and he's got the cursed tape over his mouth. It's like, but because I don't, 
I don't know. It's somehow it's better to me than putting asterisk asterisk bitch b asterisk asterisk star star. I don't know. They do it with everything. So I'm doing do a lot it for of that. Like, shot. Yes. So here, I'm looking online. I was trying to find, is there a definitive list of words that they won't, or, you know, TikTok that's, is that's looking for. That's probably because of the fucking vaccine. You got to censor shot. And I can't find an exact, um, an exact, like, there's no science to it. Like, here's the list for totally. sure that if you put the word, you know, you're in trouble. And if you don't put it, you're safe. Because that's my fear. I'm going to go ahead and make, I don't know, 90 snippets of, of videos in short form. And then I'll start putting them out and it might just get our Instagram flagged. It might get the TikTok removed, which I don't give a fuck about. Why is the world so gay? I don't know. How did George Carlin's seven dirty words turn into 700 not even dirty words, but they're triggering to some pussy out there so you can't say So them? here, I wanted to read you the list that I was looking, because th- I was on like a Reddit thing and they're saying like, hey, look, here's words that we can confirm are banned. And then here's some other ones we assume stay away from. They're looking and they might, you know, whatever, flag videos. So here's some banned words, <laughs> allegedly, that banned you, you maybe shouldn't put in text words. on your on your video. Because yeah, TikTok specifically tiktok i'm not worried about it on instagram as much but i know sometimes you say stuff about sex and instagram says it's not fitting their guidelines or something i don't know instagram is half porn (laughs) (laughs) like i told you recently how i've like recently kind of like worked my algorithm to where my magnifying glass now shows me it's mostly street fights <laughs> and what's basically porn with like a little cloth. Have you even started watching the octagon porn? A little yet, bit dude? of cloth on. You oh, know, I, I actually love today, today. <laughs> uh, I saw one like on my way to a different video. So I tabbed it. I did relating. the thing where you hover the cursor over it so see you can see the yet. clip throughs. And I was like, I don't want to whack. Live my that. life by that hover, it's dude. Silly. He's like rubbing her pussy while she's got him in a crucifix. Yeah, it's just oh. dumb. Uh, anyways, uh, here's the list of the words. Cause it's not just fucking bitch and shit. Uh, uh ugly latex redhead. You can't say ugly <laughs> shooting terror attack. By the way, this Remember is, we this kids? is all we rap about. This is everything we say is about an attack or beheading the president and shitting down his neck. Totally. It's everything we say. And I'm just like, this is really hurting my wrist, man. Trying to find alternatives for every word. Here's some more. Like, wait, what ugly? I can't get over Attacking, shirtless, fighting, headshot, gun, stereotypical. Hold on, I'm not even listening because I'm still. <laughs> my head is spinning over the ugly thing. I'm flying. U G L Y. You ain't got no alibi. You ugly. Hey, hey. Yeah. You it's, ugly. It's, Would you get like expelled if a, a kid sang that? We sang that every day in school. But that's that's like uh, to the ugly girl. Back to your like pav because a robot doesn't know how to say POV. A right. robot doesn't realize that context makes a lot of this like artistic license and we're not saying behead the because right. we are saying behead the president i was recently uh <laughs> me and my girl uh, i was listening to the patrice back to the kanye thing um when patrice was on ona he had a great appearance where he was endorsing hate speech and he's like why can't i hate you yeah and i kind of feel the same way with the kanye thing it's like I, again i know he said some hard to defend things at this point but it's like I still think you should be allowed to hate anyone and have a bank account. I don't understand why you can't bank yeah. just because you hate. Um, but I was in that they're talking about... There's a lot about, of people who hate <clears throat> a lot of things and their money's moving just fine. Right. They're talking about in that appearance, Tracy Morgan is... Uh, he's going through his controversy because he had a, a joke yeah. about his son being gay and he would stab him or whatever. Hilarious. Even saying it right now, it's like... <laughs> Uh, but we were pulling up articles because I'm trying to explain to her what the controversy they're talking about. And she's going through the same thing of just like, that's not even funny. That sounds terrible. And I'm like, everything, every joke sounds terrible yeah. when it's written by a journalist in their article. 
Yeah. You know, you can't hear the fucking room full of people laughing. You can't hear his tone of voice. Anyway. Are you ready for some more words? Go on with the boy, Phil. Uh, okay, we were at ugly last time I was paying attention. <laughs> that was the first one. <clears throat> Latex. Redhead. Latex? Shooting. Yeah, that's another thing when you, I say like... Redhead? Dude, I decided to take some snippets and just throw them on the floor. Like, I'm not going to do them because I don't know how to say what I'm saying. Just put the word redhead. Like, uh... When do we even say redhead? No, we don't. I'm not worried about that one. Latex? We're like on bars where I say like, uh... Dude, to me... Even fingers smelling like koi fish, there's nothing vulgar about it. But I just like typing it out. I was like, I'm going to put a fish emoji, dude. Like someone's going to flag this. I started overthinking it so hard. No, let's not be pussies. Sheets, nuclear, revolver, dead, corpse, funny art, lingerie, unicycle. Where Where are you getting this information from? It was a Reddit thread. It was like a conversation of people looking for information on words that TikTok flags. Uh, here's some more. I, Donald Trump, Joe up. Biden, Kim Jong-un. Fighting. They flag the president's name. They might. The sitting one. Like I said, it's not <laughs> the a one who's president right now. I can't say his name. Uh, Quentin Tarantino, John Carpenter. That's my dog. What? Um, oh, another thing. If it's words within words, like because a robot's a dumbass. We're gonna build a word within a word. If you say shiitake mushroom, they might see shit, and that's not go. Like that is how precise people are saying you might want to watch out. If there's somebody's name who's like. Dude. Yoshito, some Japanese guy. It's going to say, oh, that's shit. And now we can't. I'm starting to think Richard had the right idea. <laughs> Go on. Um, virgin, sword, knife, hell, war, wars, fart. Hit it. Hit it. I wish we could put text of that sound. Um, blood, cannibal, clockwork orange, kidnapping, droogs, sexy, sheeple, nailed. Droogs? Uh, Miley Cyrus. Fictional, char- fictional characters. Fictional characters. <laughs> uh, Nickers uh, with a CK. Nickers, like the, the New York Knicks, the full, well, it's Nick, Knickerbockers. Bockers. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, damn uh, cocktail. We say cock a lot in our raps, I noticed too. Um, yeah. Flat, missile, w, uh, WW2, World War II, riot, Karl Marx. This is your whole bars verse. You say Karl Marx. I'm like, should I even share it? Should I even put it on TikTok if you say Karl Marx and I put the words Karl Marx? Meanwhile, I did. Can't say Groucho. <laughs> His mustache upsets people. You can't say, you can't say Grouchy. You can't say, <laughs> you can't promote negativity. Dude. Um, uh, call girl, nuke, red puddle, red liquid, gore, and gook. That kind of sounds like a Chor- Carlin. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> nuke, red puddle, liquid, gore, and gook. Gook was <laughs> very out of left field. <laughs> gook is the only one out of all of these that you've said that makes any sense to me. And then it starts putting it it's into a, like. It's a slur. Sec- it's the only one that's a slur. Second tier suggestions. Um, like, I've like, cried way more than two tiers at this point. Possibly banned words, territory, <laughs> sex, drugs, violence, slurs, any name or word that may accidentally have a banned cuss word, like a Yoshito Monara, uh, propaganda, beating genital names it's like dude this is just the palmer squares all these words and themes are just what, what we rap beating? about like the word beating i think now it's talking about themes and like the territory in which right. dude when i say something about like somebody says attacking in a in a lyric and i'm i think it's going to be a banned word so i put the little fucking fencing ninja dude i was just like i'm just trying to stop Telling me this. <laughs> I hate this so much. Look, this I'm, is traumatic. I'm the one falling on the sword. Or wait, I mean the... Right. <laughs> the sharpened... I, I mean... The pointy... Stick, can you say Stick with edge. Toothpick emoji. <laughs> <laughs> when you say I'm an obtuse prick, 
I'm like prick. That's I don't know what else to put there, but I'm just gonna write prick, and I hope you know TikTok doesn't. Try P R I K. I don't know. Yeah, you gotta spell it in French with Q's and U's. Um, anyways, it makes me sick, but thank you. Uh, <laughs> what else? What else can we? Oh, yeah, I would have given up at this every, point. Maybe we'll see. Here, how about this? I poured another shot. I don't know what it's for. Maybe we'll do some obits and then this MGK video. Oh, right. MGK. Look, I want to do it this week. <laughs> I don't care if we don't do any fan questions this week. By the way, we do have an announcement <laughs> about, have many. about the podcast, and uh, we're going to do something a little different. The future mm-hmm. of the podcast, it's shifting. Uh, I guess maybe now would be a fine time to talk about that. But it's MGK. Yeah. Uh, let's do something fun, um, and then we can make our announcement. So MGK and then Obits? Yeah. MGK podcast announcement, Obits. We'll do a, a concise, highly rec, maybe. I honestly sure. don't care if this is a long one. I, know I don't have want a, to get a out of huge uh, dissection of my recommendation. You want me to sit on this shot for a little while? <sighs> we do it right now, because who cares? Do it right now, because who cares? All right, I like that. I'm Let's traumatized. Give me more. So while you were gone, <clears throat> I think Chris sent me this video, too. my throat, dude. And I also hated it, but it wasn't on TikTok. Um, I, while you were gone, I believe Machine Gun Kelly won an award. An AMA. The uh, what is that? The American Music Awards. <laughs> Hold on, here you go. Terms waving Gay me over bullshit. for the pipe here. You trying to get the pipe? Gay bullshit. Um, I also read that he's like uh, like the only Billboard artist this year whose like category is rock. One, two, three, four. Or whatever. Wait, what do you mean? I, I don't even know what I'm saying. Go on. <laughs> so. <laughs> I started a sentence and I was like, I don't know the exact contents of what this sentence is supposed to be. I do that all the time. I start talking <clears> and I was <throat> be like, what am I? Just I stop, saw a headline and it really sentence. bothered me because it was basically implying that he's like the only big rock musician. Yeah, you do. I saw the documentary. Him and Travis Barker and are bringing the genre back. Sad state of affairs. Sad. Um, so here is Machine Gun Kelly getting his award. He's giving a little speech here. We're not going to fucking mention what he's wearing? I figured that would be <laughs> pausing one second in. Thank you to the fans who got me here. He's dressed like uh, uh, Beetlejuice <laughs> when Alec Baldwin's like holding him, and then he has like spikes pop out of him. So yeah. Baldwin like lets go of him, and then Beetlejuice sees the whorehouse. He's dressed like that game Pickup Sticks. <laughs> Or you put it, all the sticks in the... He's a pincushion. Yeah, he looks like a pincushion. Um, but is, yeah, he's wearing a big purple pimp suit with a bunch of like rods and daggers. Spikes. Speared. A bunch of stuff you couldn't say on Punk TikTok. rock spikes. Speared through it. He's covered in liberty spikes, man. <laughs> Super gay. And I love you. Listen to the clinking of I the fucking spikes. I just want to say I'm petitioning for larger mic stands next time. Um... Hilarious. This suit is really uncomfortable to pee in. Um, Dude, I hate that it's he's... It's adjustable. Unscrew the thing. You think he was hanging out with Pete Davidson backstage before this? He's like, should I run some bits? I need some one-liners. Write me a roast joke or two. But yet, like, that bugs me how... Look, he's, a, he's, a, he's on stage every night. He's a big rock star and rap star, right? So it's like, why did that sound so stiff and sheet-written? Like he's been waiting all day. Sheet! He's waiting all day to say, like, What's I award? just want to say that... It's hard to pee in this outfit. What is this award? Favorite rock artist? Not even best? <laughs> Who's favorite? <laughs> Not my favorite. Put words in my fucking mouth. Time. Um, this suit is really uncomfortable to pee in. Um, Take my wife, please. I don't who... get no response. <laughs> <laughs> you might be a redneck. If you got a bunch of pins 
jabbed through your suit jacket, you might be you a redneck. You might be a giant fag. Get her done. Get her done. <laughs> you sum them up, bitch. If you dress like Beetlejuice <laughs> to the award ceremony, you might be an attention whore. My daughter said she gonna get some milk and cookies. I said, you little sum them up, bitch. Cookies. <laughs> there have been some people in the I rock community. I said, I'll community beat you to the white meat shows. <laughs> Comedian. Aren't you embarrassed? The worst <laughs> guy. I need, I need other comedian taglines, dude. <laughs> I can't even. <laughs> there have been some people in the rock community who uh, called me a tourist, but um, they're wrong. I'm a rocket man. I, uh, rocket man. We weren't born on the moon, I but we looked at my way back home. What the fuck stupid inspirational quote is he about to say? No, let's we weren't born up. on the moon, but we look at it every day. Hold on, I gotta back it up. We like look burp. at it like a roadmap to the stars. I, uh... But, um... They're wrong, I'm a rocket man. <laughs> I, uh... I'm the guy who wrote Rocket Man. I'm a fucking homo. We weren't born on the moon, but we looked at it, we were curious, and then we went there, supposedly. And... These last two rock albums, to me, were me going to the moon. You go. But uh, I'm not done exploring the universe yet. And the spiky suit is I'll one see you on Mars, big step for rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> I hate the clinkety ice, so icicle one noises. small step for man. The moon. One giant leap for mansion, gun Kelly. <laughs> Listen to his outro. He drops the mic on him, dude. But uh, I'm not done exploring the universe yet. And I am all genres. I'll see you on Mars, motherfucker. <laughs> 30 Seconds to Mars with my homie, Jared Leto. It's my favorite. That was my Spotify wrapped most listened. (laughs) Is it 30 Seconds to Mars? God damn it, this Rocket Man asshole in his goofy These last two rock albums, to me, were me going to the moon. But uh, I'm not done exploring the universe yet. Houston, we have a problem. It's it's hard to pee in this suit. I don't know, like... (laughs) I thought the, the band words was upsetting. Houston... We have a problem. Every topic that we've brushed on so far has just upset me. People have been calling me a tourist <laughs> in the genre. Wildly upset me. And I am all genres. I'll see you on Mars, motherfucker! <laughs> I'm taking off, motherfucker. Put some fuel in my rocket engine, because I'm about to blow. <laughs> Take me to Cape Canaveral. <laughs> I launched from Cape Canaveral, Cape Levine. Canaveral. <laughs> Fucking... Goofball. So Cape here's another. Levine. That's brilliant. Yeah. Uh, here's him on the red carpet. Maybe it's the hot pink carpet. Ugh. Listen how they fucking call him machine. Go back. He goes. You know, I think that. Hey, machine on the left here. I don't have to go back. They're just gonna keep doing it. He's standing in front of the backdrop. The step and repeat. Machine. 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 Bert Kreischer runs out with his shirt off. Machine, can you start Remember when this whole Kanye? I keep. I gotta keep going back to Kanye, but he changed his name to Ye, and it's like the most infuriating thing of this whole scandal is when every company makes their statement about how they're dropping him. They're like, they have to call him Ye. For we legal can reasons. no longer side with Ye's statements on the Jewish people or whatever. Yeah. Ugh, drives me crazy. Eyes, 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 dude. Being a celebrity looks like a fucking nightmare. Hellraiser, in fact. (laughs) It looks like a horror movie. This isn't like a requirement, though. You could just put on clothes and go get your... You don't even have to show up. 
I don't even have to speak. They just call my name and I take steps in my creeper boots. I'm furious now. There's another mini to this. Furious. <laughs> just, I thought he was going to say something on the red carpet. <coughs> no, he's just going to stand there like Edward Scissorhands. He's going to stand there like he's being crucified with his arms out. Like, I can't put my arms down because then I stab myself in the ribs. <sighs> Sickening. Right here. <laughs> I think I do have How a How are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there he is. Uh, uh, really good, really good. Dude, if he were caller on the podcast, we would have Bobby G sampled him for that. Ah, <laughs> why did you go from ah to really good, really good? I'm really yeah. good. <clears throat> Pardon me. How are you? Uh, really good, really good. Yeah, I'm so really two different voices. I'm really right scared now. to give anyone love tonight. It feels yeah, who's this guy? I haven't been doing an impression of this guy. That just sounds like some guy. Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. It's a it's a pleasure to be here tonight. Thank you. Like it's like it ends in tragedy if I give a hug. So maybe that's a good thing to get people to say. <laughs> Please don't you. hug me. Also, Creep. Um, thank you so much for repping. The That's what office. she said. The office. Come on, that's the best. Isn't that funny? Yeah. We, we so just, what's your favorite character? That. Uh, okay. <laughs> now he's growing on me. The only thing we spoke about before we recorded was how like. I started watching The Office again after we were not watching, watching The Office it. outside. Before and it's we like I'm like, came in here. such a funny show. I just like this show. It's a good show. I know. It's I get like burnt out, and then I don't see mainstream. it for a year and a half. It's family TV, but I'll be damned if Michael Scott ain't one of the greatest characters damn in it, TV history. Damn it! MGK is drinking a world's best boss mug, and, and we were talking The Office. <laughs> when we were, I love this guy, mocking him with comedian stuff. We were doing Michael Scott. Yeah, I don't get no respect. <laughs> Take my wife. My wife don't get no respect. My wife. Respect. <laughs> my wife. <laughs> he cracks himself up. Oh, Who's your favorite you... character? Uh, obviously. No, but Dwight. this is gay. Are you kidding? This doesn't win yeah. me over it. Dwight Michael Scott. In the slightest. Favorite? I like. I like Oscar. I like okay. Kevin. Of course he likes Oscar. Of course his favorite character is the gay one. I'm gay. No, I'm gay. You want to be gay with me? No. Oscar. I've been What's... saying faggy my whole life. <laughs> 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 my favorite quote from that show. Dude, how you put Oscar before Kevin? Get out of here, dude. Yeah. I like Kelly. I like Aaron. I like Andy. Where is Kevin? He's naming all the Dasher and Donner and Blitzen. He said Aaron. Wait. Aaron is the worst character on that show. Oh, he just has a crush on her? Fucking jerk. I like Andy. I like Dwight. Love Dwight. Pam. I'll just Michael name Scott. the entire Pam. cast. Who's, who's your favorite character? No, Stanley. Racist, dude. Dude's a racist. <laughs> Pretty much anyone who walked in the, the office, I love. You know, I love uh, that. Blah, 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 office, I love. Thank you. Of Thank that. you. So you just came out with a movie called Torque. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah. how was it filming that? Um, depressing. Really? Yeah. Why? How come? Well, you should watch the movie. Okay, well then that's all I get. Uh, <laughs> that's all I get. Way to go, way to sell um, it, so dweeb. So what are you most looking forward to seeing tonight? His movie's called Taurus. Uh, and then he's on stage, he's like, a lot of people have been saying I'm a Taurus in the genre. I'm actually a rocket man. You know, he did. I didn't know he had a movie called Taurus, though. I was just making a very bad joke. That's okay. <laughs> More of those to be Oh, yes. On the TBS reports. Oh, yes. <clears throat> All right, uh, fuck this guy. Yeah, he stinks. Let's drink. Oh, yeah. Now I need to drink myself well, into a stupor. I thought we were doing MGK podcast announcement. Uh, <sighs> Obits. We got to let the people know. Yeah, I know. Can't wait till the end, dude. We did a, we had a whole first half of this show fly by already. Uh, long story short, ladies and germs, um, we're going to be moving the podcast to Patreon next year. Probably something we should have done 
five years ago when we started both the podcast and the Patreon. But wait. Connected them somehow to monetize this these hours of effort. Do you mean the entire podcast? No. It's funny you should ask. Uh, so here's what we were thinking. We wait, This kind of goes back, this goes back a while. We never really found a way that made sense um, to maybe monetize our show and include it because quite frankly, we don't give our current patrons enough exclusivity as it is. Like we, and it just got harder after COVID. And we're, I'll let you know, we are working on a lot of stuff. I'm excited because we're working on music and we have stuff to shoot and record. And uh, that's all coming soon. But the only thing, like, whether we record music or not, we still do a podcast every week. And we, back in the day, we wanted it to be like, we were so insecure. We wanted to just be like able to do like a half hour or 45. Maybe we could get to an hour. Who knows if we'll ever. Now we can't even do less than two and a half hours. Um, So what we're going to do is we're basically going to split the podcast into two. Or like we're going to be giving out an abbreviated version for free. Same as always. Same as it ever was every week. Uh, starting next year <laughs> slash next month. Um, and then we're going to do a second half, a second episode, this continuation. Um, that's patron only for the uh, $5 and the $10 tier folks. Right. So, uh, and I've been like, I've been playing around with it. I've been looking into how to make this all work. It is so easy to add like a, the Patreon. You know, once you sign up, you get the RSS feed specifically for the other exclusive episode we're gonna do we're splitting it in two halves and instead of me always trying to like stop term short because we're trying to keep them under two hours and it's like all right we got to move on don't talk about the album for 40 minutes we got to move on now especially if you know there's a good response to this and we can monetize this show we we can do more it it really like it does help the morale with this podcast after five years to maybe make one single dollar off of it ever because we do put a lot of time into this and uh i think we're getting better at it i've had a lot of feedback lately from fans saying how much they've enjoyed recent episodes before you were on vacation and stuff. We have so a lot of listeners in this show. For the a big next, show. For the next five what years. What is a big show? That's what we're going to do. We're going to, uh, to start, we want the Patreon half to grow organically like this whole show has for five years. Like, for now, we'll probably just, you know, get the bits in and do the O bits and stuff and some stories, uh, maybe more fan question oriented on the Patreon side of things. Um, right. I was thinking we can prioritize patron questions maybe every week when we'll post the patron episode, the second half. Uh, <laughs> leave your questions in the comment section on that post, and then the following week, I'll look at that, mm-hmm. and we can take text-written questions as well. Um, we're going to be mentioning this every week until we eventually uh, pull the trigger and switch all the way over. So we're going to be doing podcasts. pull the trigger, dude? Come I'm on. sorry. <laughs> My bad. Uh, uh, no, but yeah, it'll be a process just like this has been. When we had episode, it's like, uh, it'll it'll grow into itself. We talked on episode two fifty, and we were like kind of half joking, like, "What are we going to do different? We've already done two hundred and fifty episodes." Dude, the show is wildly different. And one of the things that we kind of failed to mention, but it was in the back of our minds, was like, "How do we monetize it?" A lot of podcasts will monetize it with ads. We don't have ads. We don't have sponsors. So People that's don't out care the to pay us to nope. mention their products. Uh, meanwhile, we do have a lot of supporters on Patreon and. To sign up for five bucks a month, you're not just getting the full podcast spectrum. You're getting a twenty percent off on merchandise. Uh, we have a new vinyl record coming out very soon. This would actually be a great time to uh, to get on the pot, uh, the Patreon rather. Oh, yeah. If you were a former patron and you know the holidays are coming up or you you've dipped out for whatever reason, but you're a podcast listener, um, again, 
right now slash next month is going to be a great time to get back on board because uh, you're going to get first crack at these new vinyls. You're going to get a percentage off on our website merchandise. And, uh, you know, there's, there's already like dozens and dozens of old exclusive posts from old tour highlights we put on there. Like it's not just for the podcast either, but uh, we're only asking five bucks a month and we're still going to give you minimum one hour freebie every week. Um, but that second half, you'll have to be a patron to get it. And a lot of the folks that listen on Spotify are probably going to want to find another alternative app. You can, you can listen easily on the Patreon app, but you can also take that feed and whatever app you listen to your right. podcasts in, you can add it and it'll be right next to our regular show. You'll have TPS reports and you're going to have a, the Patreon episode. <clears throat> I use an app called Overcast, I okay. think is what it's called. And you can just copy and paste an RSS feed into that app i was playing with and it and every week it'll yeah, yeah. it'll just in that app from then on it'll just upload the new episode every week so we're gonna be doing episodes now the term is back we're on for the full month we're gonna do i think four episodes the whole month of december but then i'm actually gonna be out of town so we're gonna be off at the beginning of january coming back i think january 18th and that should be the wednesday once i'm back from my trip and uh, then we're gonna be back in full swing and starting with the new format um <coughs> We hope you guys support this. I know there's probably... We'll take your questions next week. You guys can call in, call us faggots and stuff for making you pay money and whatever, but maybe you'll also appreciate that we've been giving longer and longer episodes of content uh, for over five years now without ever figuring out how to make a buck off this shit. But um, yeah, I feel like there are times when, at least personally as the the guy doing the podcast production, (laughs) editing, uploading, management stuff. And just like Mondays when we get together, like we could be working on music and there's times when I'll get discouraged where it's like, how do we do a podcast every week, but we don't work on music every week. It's not such a big deal anymore. If we're finding a way to like make this, you know, something that we get something more in return, but uh, we've really loved building this shit for five years. So insecure year one. (laughs) If you want to listen to those old episodes, if you even can, I wouldn't recommend it, Please don't. but, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're hitting our stride, and uh, for the low, low cost of $5 a month, you'll not only get the... It'll probably be like... That's one cup of coffee. Quite frankly, I always want to go for the gold here. I'm not just going to try and wrap the, the free episodes at 60 minutes and move on. I'm, I'm hoping we can kind of... Like this episode's probably going to become two and a half hours plus. We'll do that every week, and we're going to split them into two episodes that are probably about 75 minutes each, maybe 90 minutes each, and we'll just do like between two and three <laughs> hours every week. And split it into two shows. Yeah. And uh, request that please and thank you, uh, the folks hit the Patreon. And uh, only five bucks. But it's only for the $5 and the $10 tiers. I also, I had to like email Patreon because I wasn't sure. There's some people that subscribe at a custom tier. And they give us like, I think Ed from Chicago gives us like 20 or $25 a month. Because he's just that big of a fan. I think he might not be able to get the podcast because I'm only going to be sending it to the RSS feeds for the people at the five and the $10 tier. And Patreon said they may need to I mean, resubscribe at the lower tiers. We'll take care of it. We'll figure that out. That's also fine with me. I would rather have you subscribe at the tier that gives you the podcast than even have the extra money. And in fact, maybe we can add like a biggest in the world fan club and add like a $25 exclusive $1 tier million dollar tier in the future on Patreon. Um, so that's the announcement. And um, it's just more beneficial to the Palmer Squares fan to be a patron. So right. five bucks, that's it. It'll, you'll be getting hours of podcasts and more every week. <clears throat> and uh, last thing I wanted to mention, I did set a goal. I haven't like updated our tiers on the, or you know the goals rather on Patreon. Um, and I think I put it at 500. So we really got to make a jump here. But uh, we'll get a camera. 
At that point, I feel like we, if we can get more patrons to support the podcast via Patreon, we can generate enough funds, if we reach that many, to buy a camcorder that records long form and start, for at least the Patreon episodes, putting the video component with the it. Video so we're going to keep trying to build components. the show up, um, but we need a little bit of help We're also going to get those... Um, we're gonna get those uh, like metal arm things to hold the mics. You that would be cool. We need to like get a. We should rent a studio. Those Maybe aren't expensive. That's pie in the we sky. We should have them. We can have them, but this room is very. Once we get the camera, the people are gonna see how pathetic this is. It's like this is a sweet room. We're gonna have to like sit next to each other. I like to sit across from term. We'll have to sit differently to make sure people can watch us take these whiskey shots. <clears throat> um, but we've been talking about it. We've been thinking since episode 250 and further back that, uh, you know, what's the next phase? Um, and we're going to start there. So we're still going to do the, uh, <laughs> it won't be an outro song on the freebie episode, I guess, but it'll be more of an intermission song. And then right. we're going to you know, invite everybody to join us for more podcasting on the uh, exclusive Patreon episode. So we'll keep mentioning shit. That's the major, you know, I wanted to put my little 10-minute spiel about how this is all going to shake out. Um, but yeah, for a long time, I feel like we're just getting more productive with the podcast and getting better at it, and we're getting better reception about it. And we're also watching patrons leave because they're not getting much there, you know? And like, we, we've been a skank fest three years now, and there's, there's people out there that they make their whole fucking living off a Patreon podcast. And a lot of them put out a freebie, you know, like I don't listen to a right. podcast that only does free episodes personally. And I, and I understand that they'll be like, you know, sign up for five bucks to get another episode or like with Legion of Skanks, you know, <laughs> they got their whole network and I, I'm, I'm never really scoff when they want to make more money or raise their prices because I like the show. So I hope our fans kind of feel the same way and no, follow us into Patreon next year. You're happy to support too. Yeah. It's like everything we've, we've. Uh, talked about this. It's getting crazy to do three-hour episodes <laughs> and then never get any money. It's like everything we do four years into it, we'll realize like, oh yeah, oh yeah, paywall. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Which <laughs> oh, is that's funny what, what everyone's doing. I swear to God, we started the oh, wait, Patreon yeah, TikTok videos with yellow subtitles on them. Right. The the Patreon and the podcast. We started both of them in the fall of 2017, maybe the summer, and like we just never figured out how to like, I don't know, link them or something. But we're that's what we're doing right. now, and. I'm going to tell you straight up, listeners. Straight up. Straight up, 21. Uh, I see. I can see the number <laughs> of how many people download our podcast every week. And it's, I want to say, uh, I want to say it's at least like seven or eight times the amount of patrons we currently have. Right. So I feel like if the folks still want to, you know, support and I understand what we're doing everything. here. And I'm not, I'm not even, dude, if, if a quarter or a third and certainly half of our podcast listeners understand what we're doing sign up for five bucks a month on the patreon it will be largely beneficial to us um so that's the scoop and uh we appreciate you please and thanks mm -hmm. oh by the way last thing we're taking the smooches to the patreon episode you don't get free smooches no, more. no. we'll kill whitey at the end of the freebie <clears throat> but it's <laughs> speak for yourself only fans generation bro i'm just not giving out smooches and my sexual and fucking provocative nature for free no more. <coughs> so I can assure you that the Patreon reports will be smooch exclusive. Yeah. You want a smooch? You better give us $5. I need a Finsky. <laughs> uh, so thank you for my uh, spiel, for, for understanding and supporting our life. Term needs to pay for therapy, you guys. Right. <laughs> We're going to need to generate some more funds next year. Um, All so I yeah. have is Dr. Melfi right now. <laughs> <laughs>
I live through Tony, vicariously. Uh, so it's going to be business as usual all month. We're going to take another short stint after New Year, a uh, week or two off. And then, you know what? When we come back with the new format, we'll probably do it for uh, for free for a week or two anyways. Like the, the two episodes at the end of January, we're still going to do it in the new format. Right. Half up front, half upon mastering. Would you uh, like that in cash? <laughs> Last thing you should ask the king. Um, but I would like that in cash on patreon.com slash Palmer Squares. You don't got to be no crystal ball reader. Um, Allergic to salt, Peter. Yeah, so when we come back in January, it'll be uh, we'll do a couple weeks free, so you can like get used to it. However, I think it gets easier after you sign up to be a patron, because then you take that RSS feed, put it in your app, and you don't even have to go to our Patreon, you know? Right. Just keep it in your app. You can download the Patreon app if you want, but if, if you're used to listening to your podcast somewhere else, that doesn't change. We're not... Uh, the only thing that changes is if you're listening on Spotify, you'll only get the free episode so you'll have to use another app, take the RSS feed, and listen to the Patreon oh, half there. Poor baby. Oh, baby. Get the fuck off Spotify. We poor want baby. people to give us money, and we're just like, oh, your baby. Oh, you <laughs> you uh, so, please, thank you, love you. Smooches, because <clears throat> we're still giving those out for free for another month. Anyways, uh, 90 minutes into this podcast, let's move on to a bit I've missed for three weeks. Somebody died, now we're pouring one up in their memory. Richard! Dude, First I can't believe that's what fucking happened to you while you were gone. Yeah, I knew it was going to be weird. It's like, I'm also okay if you want to just not cap it for the show and just be like, dude, I got to tell you. like, And be like, hey... Maybe don't ask me about my trip first thing. I kind of I might need to ease into a weird story. Like we can communicate, dude. I think it went well. I I do too. I just I really I felt like uh, not regret, but I felt like regret. Regret. <laughs> I felt regret. <laughs> I was just like, did I fuck? Did I like put you in an uncomfortable situation where no, you I mean, weren't I, prepared to talk about that because it just fucking happened? We talk about a lot of personal shit. On I was ready show. to talk about Houston's problem with this jacket. <laughs> Beetlejuice <laughs> winning an AMA. Um, Man, I really wish I put a better delivery on that Cape Canaveral Levine line. But go ahead. He's like uh, the retarded Beetlejuice's mind in Kevin. He's like Co- Howard Stern's Beetlejuice. <laughs> in uh, Michael Keaton, Beetlejuice's clothes. Anyway. Um, Machine. Oh, why am I doing no, it? No, yeah, voice? like I knew uh, we were going to talk about it. Well, of course, I, I wouldn't expect you to not bring that up. I just didn't really, like, of course, I'm like, first thing, way back, and we back, and we back. So tell me, how was your trip? And you're like, it's funny you should ask. Wow, dude. That's the type of stuff you're going to need to subscribe to Patreon for, dude. You want to hear fucking crazy traumatic stories and hear more MGK fodder? What is wrong with me? Get your smooches every week. Come on, you guys. it for the Patreon. God damn it. Um. No, no Patreon until next month. In fact, it'll probably be more like February when we really lock it down and, and make the subscribers subscribe. Yeah. But uh, So, yeah, you still got a few here. You'll be hearing from us week to week reminding you to sign up as soon as you're comfortable, guys. Um, um, yeah, yeah, I mean. Let me make sure I get this app here. Just feels like. Uh, the time has come today. Probably I an mean, experience that most people don't go through. I was still talking about Patreon. But, yes, that's crazy. You have a lot of like, um, you know, actually, fuck, I shouldn't bring this up on the show. Maybe I won't. I, uh, someone, uh, Travis from Skankfest sent me a thing. Did he hit you up? No. Oh, like a certain someone, I guess, mentioned a certain altercation oh. on a certain radio show. Right. And sent us a certain clip from it. He did? 
Yeah. It's, it's very, I listened to it, it's two minutes and it's nothing weird at all. But he, he mentions it. They're talking about hate mail and people that like, you know, uh, anyways, this is very behind the curtain for the listeners because we're not trying to get into that. Right. But I do that have I've that. Always... I'll send you that. I didn't want to send it to you on vacation either. And now I'm super glad <clears> I didn't. But Travis was like, hey, send this to Seth for me. I don't have Instagram, so I don't know how to hit right. him up. But I didn't want to bother you with that. But yes, it, it did become a mention on the on the show. And it was it was very, uh, I thought, fine and professional and uh, right. not weird about it. But I figured you'd be curious to hear that. So yeah, it's just I'll, a really it uh, personal thing from my past. But it's also really personal for other people, which is why I never get into it. Yes. Anyways, um, for the <laughs> you're going to have to follow us to Patreon to get the scoop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, yeah, I forgot. I just remember that. Now. <coughs> Weird. I played the song, right? You did. Okay, let's get into an obituary for real here. What oh, the Wait a minute. Fuck you it's been a couple shit. weeks. We got to get back, you know, in the swing of things. Come on, where we at? Come on now. Come on, baby girl. Why is my computer not connecting to terms freaking thingy? There you go. You might not have control to switch it for the next thing, but for now, we're rolling. I think it was two weeks ago. This is right after you left, yeah. Yes. The world bid farewell. To the Green Power Ranger. As well as the White. Pretty sure he was both. What? Yeah. I remember him as the White Ranger. Uh, looks like a Green Ranger in that picture right there, bro. Let me just keep scrolling, baby. You sound mistooken. Dude, search White Ranger right now and tell me it's not that guy's face. Jason David Frank. Hmm, three first names. Um... Uh, I have an article here, too, where it says uh, there's been a lot of misleading headlines out there about the recent death of Power Rangers icon Jason David Frank, and his widow is now setting the record straight. Thank you, because I did not have a causation. Got it. Well, I knew the cause. He was whacking off? Choking himself? Yeah, he came to death. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like uh, when people who do ecstasy, they like drink too much water, and, they, and like drinking so much water kills them. Could you like come so much that your body is just like depleted of yeah. electrolytes? And Not you enough come nutrients <laughs> left. Ah. Must eat cum. <laughs> I am so ungay. Uh, it says that the tabloids were churning out endless attention-grabbing headlines in an attempt to piece together what happened on the night the 49-year-old took his own life. It was disclosed that it was suicide, but now his widow Man. is going to tell us how. It's going around. Yeah. Uh, it's almost as if the world is a big smoldering pile of shit, and yep. it's not fun to be here. Nope. Uh, anyways, <coughs> here's a quote from her. It has shocked and saddened me beyond belief to see that the media has turned my family's tragedy into a tall tale. Since Jason's death, I've been harassed online and can no longer stand to watch my husband's good name slandered. Which is like, like that is crazy. Because he's just the green Power Ranger. He's not just... The, he's the white also. <laughs> but seriously, why, is, why does this have so much attention to it? Well, why is this lady pop being culture harassed? Icon. It's not iconic. I mean, I guess yeah. it is iconic. Dude, I was I saw the Power Ranger. But nobody Rangers knows movie. this guy by name. There's a reason I said the green Power Ranger before I said Jason Frank or whatever. Yeah, dude. It's, he's also the White Ranger. It's the same guy. No, that's there's green trim... And no, just, they all have white it's pants. White. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, where's this article now? I love my husband. We were trying to work through our problems. His death comes as, uh, as much a shock to me as anyone else. The truth is I had no idea that Jason was thinking of ending things. Yes, he struggled with mental health issues and depression before, but I could never predict what would happen that night. Tammy explains that they had gone away for a fun weekend getaway. Well, see how that turned out. Yeah, sounds fun. Yeah. Uh, in order to reconcile, after getting back together six weeks prior following a brief separation, uh, they chose to stay in different rooms due to Jason's snoring. <laughs> And any noise people claim to have heard was, quote, us enjoying the weekend and having some fun, not arguing, not fighting. We danced and stayed out at the event until the bar closed. She's a, she's a screamer. You know, they were fucking. It was, it was <laughs> fun. Uh, when we got back to the hotel, Jason and I were having a heartfelt and emotional talk in his room, she recalls. To help Jason relax and sober up before turning down to sleep, I went downstairs to get us snacks from the lobby. I must have been gone no more than 10 minutes. I went back upstairs and began knocking on the door to no answer. I knocked repeatedly and kept calling for his name to open the door. I don't know if the hotel staff or a guest called the police, uh, but after I was taken downstairs by the police, they were able to open the door, and I found that Jason took his own life. Did he Wait. police to open a hotel door? You couldn't yeah, just you get another key? You didn't take your key out of the room when you got the snacks? You didn't go down and say, hey, I left my key and my husband you might be asleep? You didn't leave the deadbolt swat swatched over between the... <laughs> open door and the door to like kind of even you, you, you know we do that you don't take your key but you you put the lock in between the door shutting so you can just run to the lobby and right. come back up leave the door a little ma'am this open. seems like it might be your fault <laughs> or at least not getting back why would you not be able to get back into your room <coughs> yeah i don't know i've just been locked out of a lot of hotel rooms or wait 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 i'm sorry it never took the police they, to get me in i always this go is down my and bad. i say no 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 i'm being insensitive right my bad. I say I'm locked out. I need another key. They said they were staying in separate rooms because of snoring and they had a brief separation. I overlooked that. Uh, she wouldn't have had the key. Yeah, see, when you said that, I was like, they were staying in a cabin or something. I'm the chucklehead. That's rooms. my bad. I don't want to be disrespectful. wasn't your fault, Tammy. It was. Th when you said the word lobby was the first time I was like, oh, it's a hotel? I, yeah. I read that very quickly, sir. Um, uh, but anyways, yes, he killed himself I and apparently he never got those snacks. Uh, so green that's, that's the real tragedy white ranger that's yeah. all she said though was the only details those were like the quotes in this article yeah she co concluded by confirming that the oh this is actually very pertinent yeah, the dude, loss of there's their more juice I, I read this i forgot uh she confirmed that the loss of their daughter shayla contributed to their marital issues and jason's own struggles with his mental health it, so it's a sad situation all around i Jesus. think they lost a daughter like recently like was it due to like Shot herself in the head <laughs> on the lawn. In her big wheel. <laughs> I don't No, but was know. it like a fucking, like something that he wasn't paying attention or fucking it could have been his fault and he lived with um, the guilt? No, I didn't. At least I didn't read any of those details, but right. I, I read a longer article that was, That's you know, you. stating the obvious where it's like losing a child is just something that couples really can't get past very easily. Right. But it's if pretty, it ends in one of them committing suicide, then it leads me to believe he had yeah. guilt like... Maybe the kid drowned. Speculation. He was, wasn't watching, or I don't know. Um, <clears throat> but in yeah, the driveway. Uh, I I was a sadly because you look back and it's like that was so gay. But I loved the Power Rangers. I was I like I was in that pocket. Was a fucking Power Ranger watching. I was an son enthusiast. Of a I think that was before I found like WWF wrestling. You know, like yeah. When I switched from elementary um, that was to the middle same school. time for me. Yeah. Fifth grade. I was the Red Ranger for. Uh, Halloween. I, I guarantee I was one of one of maybe the pink. I was maybe Kim. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was the red. No, I was definitely a Power Ranger for Halloween. I love that shit when I was in like second grade. <coughs> uh, more obits well, to be had though. That's a lot darker 
and I thought I thought he was like fucking I don't know. He died in battle. I think on he the range. Um, I think he also forayed into MMA a little bit. I think he fought like a few MMA fights. I believe Possibly I read man. that. He was in shape enough. I believe I read that part. So uh, something came up like thirty minutes ago. But it was in the middle yeah. of a speech. Um, but um, who was it? Who the fuck was it? It wasn't Barbarina. It was. Who's the guy that locked that motherfucker up in that leg lock and beat oh. the shit out of him from behind? Uh, Dol- Dolidze. Dolidze. That was so cool. I like Dolidze. I like blinked and he was had that locked in, and I was I've like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" I've never seen a cap slicer. That's so cool. From that position, while raining down ground and pound, and the way it was calculated, it wasn't an accident. Like you could see him no, finding the first round. He had tossed Hermanson, like the fucking scramble in the first round where he tossed him over yeah uh the way he did was fucking beautiful i found that very impressive when he, when he tossed him <laughs> salad that's why he got tossed <laughs> and uh no yeah that calf slicer finish was fucking incredible uh anyways uh, obituaries let's see if your phone's connected now right i don't know <laughs> if i fucked it all up here it's all right dude this is the type of fun just real life <laughs> stuff that's going to be on patreon Sometimes it takes a minute to get the song. <laughs> so apparently this song won an Oscar. Um, so Flashdance is the movie? Irene Cara? Irene Cara. Singer of the song from the movie Flashdance. Which won, I guess, the, the Oscar for best song. Did the movie win shit like that? Or was it just the song that stood out? I would assume that's the only Oscar Flashdance won. Damn. Uh, it was with profound sadness. Blah, blah, blah. I know she's dead. Born in New York City, Cara possessed an early talent for music and performing uh, as a finalist on Little Miss America. Well, it when she was three. Song fucking. Really picked up steam there. It was a weird jump. It was sick. It was Oscar worthy. When she was in third grade, Movie she appeared on the Ted Mac um, Amateur Hour singing Ola, Ola, Ola before landing an Oscar and Grammy Award for her work on Flashdance. Cara Damn. laid the foundation for her career in the short circus band uh, on the 1970s children's show The Electric Company. That's a that's an OG. An Oscar and a Grammy. Yeah. Legit. We all know this song. I've never heard this song in my life. No, you have. Is this the one? Uh, Doesn't like she the sing water? that song about living forever too? <clears throat> with, this is the one where the girl's like sitting on the chair and the water spills down on her. Carrie. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Irene Carrie. <laughs> well, isn't she? She's the, dead. Here, pause that real quick. How'd she die? It's the same song. Is it? No. She's young and tight though. Hairdo's kind of fucked, but you know. I met at You know this song? I don't. Is this Hola Hola Hola? I think this is Fame. No, never seen Flashdance, never seen Fame. Is Fame a play or is it a movie? Is it both? They made a book out of that? <laughs> they made a David Bowie song out of that? Wait for it. Yeah. Want me to know it here? Yeah. This is another song, though. 
No, this is Fame by Irene Cara. This song sounds exactly like this. It was the 70s. Everybody was doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so she's dead. Irene. We hardly knew you. Term least of all. Here, you want a shot for the Green Ranger, the White Ranger, (laughs) and a green. And Irene. And Irene. (laughs) Cara. Um, Yeah, one second. I got one more and that's it. I got one. Cherry's Jubilee and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Green Ranger, dude. Irene Cara, dude. Hardly knew ye. Yeah. I'll go watch his, uh, watch his fights. I used to watch his fights in second grade on the <laughs> big screen. Yeah, by that I mean him beating up dinosaurs or <laughs> whatever up, yeah. the power I literally, did. like, I can't even see their nemesis. You yeah, know? what did like, they do? I don't know. They don't know. They became like a big robot. Was it like Star Trek for dumb kids? No. Did they fly in spaceships? What, what went so on? So much cooler than Star Trek. I'm going to have to run it back and watch some more. <laughs> um, so, uh, I also have this one. This one just happened. Bob McGrath. All right, wait. Oh, I'm sorry. Strike that. He's still alive. What's a fucking like Sesame Street song? Um, I always mix up like C the Muppets is for Cookie and, and that's good enough Sesame for me. Street. Is that is that Sesame Street? You're fucking right, it is. <laughs> I mean, it's good enough for me. Bob McGrath. It's not playing. No, it is. I just still have. Uh, hold on, hold on. Multimedia, five dollars on Patreon. What you get? Oh, I thought I was playing Fame. Bobby McGrath. Sesame Street icon dies at the age of 90. How old was Irene Carr? She was old, too, right? Oh, no, she was 63. She wasn't 90. I was going to say, like, finally somebody who's, you know, who's 90, you know? It's not like a tragedy. Irene Carr, um, 63. God damn. What did Bob do on Sesame Street? What about Bob? Was he like a puppeteer? One of the founding cast members. Nice. Uh, the actor who was on the children's TV show has died at his home, blah, 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 blah. Uh, he portrayed the friendly music teacher, Bob Johnson. The show's production company, Sesame oh. Workshop, said he embodied the melodies of Sesame Street like no one else. So <laughs> He wasn't even one of the Muppets? That was a good toy one, dude. That was like a machine gun fart. That was nice. Machine gun fart. Um... His performances brought joy and wonder to generations of children. I can't believe you knew this song. <laughs> what is this song? <laughs> 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 you were so casually like, uh, C is for cookie. <laughs> yeah, I did really just have that one loaded up. I've never heard this in my life. It's the Cookie Monster's song. <laughs> you know, I didn't watch a whole lot of Sesame Street. Uh, how did I know that song? I don't know. <laughs> I can barely remember Power Rangers. If I watched Sesame Street, it was before that. I didn't watch a lot of Muppets either. I wasn't like that into those puppets. They were weird. I yeah, liked same. Lamb Chop, which is way gayer, I guess. I did like Lamb Chop too. I watched Barney and Lamb Chop. What was the What was the lady's name that controlled him? <laughs> no idea. I can like taste it. It's the on the tip of my lady. tongue. You want to taste that old lady from Lamb Chop? Um, I'll taste some Lamb Chops. I'm all these Lamb Chop tasting. Ah, uh, yada yada yada. Old lady. Hey, he was born in Illinois, our home state, in 1932. Sherry Lewis. Yes, that's it. Was the Peabody-winning American Sherry Lewis. 
Uh, after graduating, he served in the U.S. Army in Germany, where he became the conductor for a local church choir and toured France with the Seventh Army uh, Symphony. In the 1960s, he was a singer in the NBC television show Sing Along with Mitch, and he also became a successful folk folk singer folk <coughs> folk singer in Japan. Mitchy, Mitchy, Mitchy. Yeah, you got anybody else? He's out, Bob. On the list, I do. Um. Did you see Jonathan Lipnicki's dog, Denny, passed away? I did, and That's I sad. saw you tag me with that story. It was beautiful. Yeah. I felt like... I honestly like didn't... Where's the volume? It's not that I didn't remember it. I might have shut... No, I didn't. What's going on? Yeah, I saw his post. You know, obviously, felt bad to think about losing Archie, and it's like, oh my God, what a heartbreaker. Right. What was his um, dog's name? Denny. Denny! Yeah, when we had... Uh, we, we hung out at Jonathan Lipnicki's house um, five years ago or something after a show... And uh, he ordered tuna melts for everybody, and they were great. And I remember Turned me on to, I had a tuna melt today. 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 Term homemade. Was, term was crouching. Homemade tuna salad on sourdough bread from RNA Bakery. It's the best bakery in Chicago. That sounds good. With I'll fucking honey goat cheese and Munster. Uh, are you not connected? Are you trying to put something on uh, here? It's not working here. The gush. Um, fudge. Anyways, Term was crouching on Jonathan Lipnicki's skateboard and like, you know, playing with the dog, getting in his face and going like, and then Denny barked in Term's face. He got startled like Kramer and he was like, and the board shot out from under him and he just fell on his back. Dude. Good times. To everybody's delight. Yeah. I mean, I aroused. Denny said what we were all thinking and he'll always be remembered. I don't know what's going on with the goddamn shit this week. Try again. Try it to just, connect from your phone. disconnected. Well, I did that. I did that. Hey, Patreon report starting next month. Nah, this is still going to be the free shit, dude. Connect, you fucking bitch. I do want to make the Patreon stuff very fan-oriented. Because, you know, we have our, our, our tiers to subscribe on Patreon. are like the fan clubs and the big fan club and the bigger fan club. So I really want to make, you know, I want to try and get more fan question input from patrons, especially... And uh, save a lot of the voicemails and stuff. We we'll go. still try and get one or two in on the normal weekly, but uh, yeah, we're going to be looking for a lot of fan input. We got a whole new show to build, you guys. All right, who else died this week? A sweet little lady by the name of Christine McVie. Banger, dude. The other chick from Fleetwood Mac who wrote the song Little Lies. That's all I know about her. <laughs> I didn't have anything right. else prepared. Well, I'm glad we got that in. Um, Christine McVie <laughs> brought romantic optimism to Fleetwood Mac. Tell me lies, sweet little lies. For decades, she was a powerful creative force in one of history's most popular rock bands. Um, 79 passed away in a London hospital after a short bout of illness, according to a statement from her family. Tell me lies, tell me sweet little lies. I mean, we can be honest... And not feel gay. Like this song is good as fuck, right? This song's good. I like the song. 
Um, I still really don't listen to any Fleetwood Mac. <clears throat> but the album Kiln House. You recommended it. Which was recommended, I think it's like the third recommendation on this podcast. Yeah, I mean, it's no sweet little lies, but... Roodle doo, roodle doodle doo, roodle doodle doodle dow, roodle doodle dee boo. Tell me, tell me lies. Um, honorary, honorary, honorable mentions. Honorariable mentions. Honorable. Um, Robert Clary from Hogan's Heroes, a Holocaust survivor. You ever watched Hogan's Heroes? No. Neither have I. Never seen it. Um, Jennifer Aniston's dad, John Aniston. Really? Died also. That's a shame. Um, His daughter was hot. Is hot. uh, R&B singer B. Smythe. Um, Singer of the hit song Twerkaholic. Passed away. How did it happen? This guy? Yeah. Uh, pulmonary fibrosis. He was a twerkaholic. So she. My bad. I thought maybe his heart gave out on the dance flow. Um. He sings like a lady. I like it. That's what we gotta do. Um. There was another dude. Um, damn. Uh, Jake Flint was a country singer. And this is crazy. Wait, is there any Jake Flint I could play? Jake A. Hit me with a little JF. There we go. K. Um, <laughs> K. Hit me a little. Oh, never mind. Try to run it back and say it better a second time, like asshole. Go on. <laughs> the country singer well known in the Oklahoma red dirt subgenre. What? Oh, you can't say that on TikTok. <laughs> Oklahoma <laughs> red dirt. Canceled. Um, he died. Dude, listen to this. Died hours after his November 26th wedding. What? Hours. Hours. Oh, you know, I think uh, Melina might have told me about this. Jesus, I was young, man. I think my girlfriend read me this article and was like, what? He died, like, the night they got married. Did he fucking, like, drink himself to death? Maybe he just, like, was so full of love, his body couldn't take it. Here's an article from the Oklahoman. Uh, the Oklahoma Red Dirt Singer. I didn't know this is a fucking what's, what's Red Dirt? What, what, what is he? Like, from Mars? I'll see you on Mars, motherfuckers. <laughs> Oklahoma red dirt. Is that like the genre? It is the, the subgenre. But what 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 qualifies red dirt versus regular country? Like I know outlaw country, right? I could distinguish maybe. But what's red dirt? Country? Yeah, turn this up. What makes it particularly Oklahoma red dirt? Oh, I feel filthy when I hear this. Acting like quiz. Scooting boots. We were scooting boots. We were scooting boots. <laughs> oh, scooting boots. 
<laughs> I um, can say that all day long. We were skating, babe. <clears throat> the singer and his bride, Brenda, didn't seem to let their wet weather dampen the spirits as they exchanged vows. Do you have, like, hypothermia or something? Um, they get married in the cold. Frowns to the left. Frowns <clears throat> to the right. It was rainy, but he'd rented a 40 by 60 circus tent. They put up a bunch of carpets over the mud. Oh, did he swallow a sword? <laughs> the got two pieces of three and a quarter inch plywood and set it on the ground, and that was my stage. Um, uh, get to okay. the part where he died. Take uh, forever, Jake Flint. Scouting boats. Scouting boats. Yes, I'm really telling me anything. The cause of death has not yet been determined. You're talking over the song. Shh, that's a good part. Wait for the drop. Ooh, double time. Let's go. Woo, let's kick him some dust. Wee, wee, wee. Says that the songwriter died in his sleep after his wedding on Saturday. Do you like this cover art for the single, Seth? Can you see this? Jesus. Was it like a text? It's like a text screen, and it says Jake Flint, and it's a picture of... I don't know what Jake Flint looks like. Is that him or someone? Yeah, I guess that's him. All hung over on the toilet, and it says, Whiskey missed me. I missed it. I'm not okay. Well, he's not okay. He's dead. Certainly, we put a lot not what I would more thought than we need to into our cover art imagery. Right? Can you just screen grab whatever I texted you last, and we'll release this song? (laughs) (laughs) Can we just do that? Um, New music coming soon, you guys. We just we just made the art. Push two buttons, and the art got made. I think that was it. All right. Well, two hours into the show, we can uh, we can take this last shot for our boy, our man's in them, if you will, Jake Flint. Jakey. That's pretty sad. That's pretty sad to um, it's fucking tragic. tie the knot and then untie your Die. existence. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't, uh, I thought I'd come up with something more clever than that, but uh, here we go. All right. Hardly knew ye. So, would you like to, I mean, obviously highly recommend it comes next. You want to like, you want to do it? You want to save it and just get fan questions? We're running late. It's you your call, it. my friend. <clears throat> All right, let's do it, baby. Let's get a long one and let's show the people what we'll be splitting in half starting next month. Dope. Yeah, let's go. (coughs) I've got to highly recommend that I'm not going to even play. But uh, I was telling you before we recorded this fine episode here, Black Thought from the Roots. Yes, his new album, like a month or two or three old, but Cheat Codes. It's at least a month, maybe two months old. I think it came out in September, October. But uh, Cheat Codes, produced by Danger Mouse. It is. Good. It is good rap music. Not shitty lyrics. Not shitty beats. <laughs> I really liked it. There's, uh, there's a few songs I've like gone back to a few times and just like listening to Black Thought's verse. I'm like, damn, this dude's good. I got, Anyways, I got go homework ahead. to do. I will listen. Oh, it's a breeze, baby. You fly right through it. It's a peach. I said it's a peach. You got it? You can play the thing. Oh, my bad. Got a little drunk. I'm excited. My friend's home. My friend's <laughs> traumatized, and I'm excited he's doing okay. 
Where is the beat for the thingy? Yeah. Highly recommended. Ooh, it's my shit. This is a good album. This week, I haven't listened to this in a long time. Highly recommended album comes from the one and only D'Angelo. Drew Mantia just sent me a beat recently, and it just gave me D'Angelo vibes. And I don't know, that's just what I've been calling it. It's D'Angelo beat. The D'Angelo so beat. So cool. With his. After a 14-year hiatus. That's right. 2014 release, Black Messiah. Ha, ha, hoo, he, ha. Where's Judas? He, hoo, he, la, la, what? It's a Fred Hampton movie reference. Wasn't that what it's called? Judas and the Black Messiah? Yes. Right? In fact, he samples the documentary, I think, called The Death of... Life and Death of Fred Hampton. Yeah. Well, um, he saw 1,000 Deaths. Samples that documentary. Um, 1,000 Deaths is the second song. In my notes, I say, uh, you know, it's a great album uh, from start to back, front to back. Start to front. <laughs> but um, it starts out a little slow, in my opinion. And the first three songs are good, but compared to the rest of the album, they're a little average. I can't uh, I, I can't see the album because that ain't pulled up, but I would like to. Because oh. why can't I click? Yeah. God damn it. What? Fucking thing. I say song four, Sugar Daddy. Here we go. Is where, from Sugar Daddy on, every song is fucking the shit. Turn this up. Yeah, I'm saying, oh, Boom. Betray My Heart. Beep, beep. That was my shit. Beep, beep, boop, beep, bow. It might be easier for you, Ooh, but that till it's done into prayer, into betray my heart. I'm track saying. seven, eight, nine was my pocket, dude. It's like one, two, and three are like, all right, I'm nodding my head. It's track four it's right not, here. It's not not dope. Yeah, but once it gets to four, the whole album, every song is just like. Sometimes you know you gotta stick with something break. a uh, little longer than you hoped uh, you had to, but you start enjoying uh, it. A rootaloo, a rootaloo. Reep, beep, 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 boop. <clears throat> you gotta get to like the cadence of the hook. It's at like 130. Um, Didn't we see D'Angelo live at a music festival shortly after this dropped and it was awesome? We saw him perform this album. What, what fest was that? Somerset. In Wisconsin? No, 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 no. I'm pretty sure it was. I'll guarantee it wasn't. Back when I had a heat stroke? Because we had like... Nope. From my memory, we had nope. like... I remember being with... I, I could have swore my girlfriend was there. I'm pretty sure... We were all backstage and I was like with my girlfriend watching D'Angelo. And that was not at Somerset. Summer Camp? I was going to say maybe Summer Camp or um, well, we North Coast. We just missed it. This album didn't come out back in that back. Uh, this Som is Somerset was like 2014, 2013. Wherever we saw him, he was 100 percent 
playing this. Right. Still trying to get to the bottom of that, Seth. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm asking. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Yo, jump ahead to uh, Prayer or Betray My Heart. Those is my jams right there. Hold on, wait. I just got to play this again. This cadence. Is this the Hey Arnold, hey Arnold theme song? <laughs> Moving football head. Did he just scat the trumpet line? <laughs> um, the next song is called Really Love, and it's my favorite song of the album. Um, it's the best. Desperado. Entourage. <laughs> it's called Really Love. It's a great song. It samples a Curtis Mayfield song, um, the name of which is We the People Who Are Darker Than Blue. I'm in really love with you. I boopy bop boop boop. Roodle do roodle dee. Hallelujah do 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 dee. I'm in really love with you. I'm in really love with you. So what'd you say? You said Back to the Future? Is that what you said? No. You said Back to the Future? You want to hear this song? No. This awesome song called Back to the Future. Part one. Like Uh, you said. I uh, believe the album is mostly produced by D'Angelo. Questlove plays the drums. Look, the whole shit's fire, okay? Questlove. I just really remember having an attachment to uh, those other ones. Really Love, though, is a, a really good song. All right, the people get it. Let's skip. Back to the way it was. Goes into the song we started with, which is called Till It's Done. Goes into Prayer. Yeah, prayer's just a funky... It's just... It's just good. Just makes you want to rock uh. back and forth in your seat, dude. Uh, uh, uh. It makes me like, uh, like, it makes me think like I could enjoy church if I went to like a black church. I'm not sure this is what. D'Angelo black in is. general, uh, it ain't far off, dude. <laughs> First of all, it's called prayer. But I could just picture like like a group of people like clap, like clap, like just really getting a crowd involved and they're actually in the song on beat. Yeah, <laughs> they're not on the one and the three. So you got prayer into another like favorite from yeah. the album. Yeah, this is a good which song. is betray, betray my heart. This was my big one. My big. My big one. My daddy. My daddy. All right, we ain't got all day. Skip. This kind of reminds me of like some old. Remember like um, Quantic Blue? What was that? Ooh, what was that shit? Beep boop beep bop boop boop. A roodle doodle doodle dee I will never betray my heart. <laughs> you ruined it. Oh, my bad. Are you good? Um, Anyways, that song rules. This album rules. The next song is The Door, and it's another one of my favorites. Yeah, allow me to show it um. to you. <laughs> Leave. Oh, yeah, I forgot about this song. There's something like 
like Beatles White Album. There's something very Bob McGrath about it all. <laughs> There's something like <laughs> like Beatles White Album brilliant about this song to me. Yeah, I get that. It gives me for some reason a Beatles White Album vibe. Black Album, Messiah. Root doodle doodle dee dee doo. Into Back to the Future Part Two. Marty, it's your kids, Marty. <laughs> The uh, the inspiration behind the 2016 presidential election. <laughs> um, and then Another Life is the last song. Like I said, this album is front to back. Funky and soulful and dope. But if I'm being honest, you can skip to song four. Yeah. You know, after you've heard it. I will say 1,000 Deaths does have a cool, like, fucking Les Claypool-y bass line. This is from the Fred Hampton documentary. But it gets... It gets... Like... Fat. Stanley Clarky. I could just picture like a bunch of soulful black folks really vibing this and like one awkward white guy, me, in the middle just kind of looking around like, I get it. Well, funny you should say that. I'm hip. Because the bass player on this album, Pino Palladino, is some dorky looking white guy. Hell yeah. So he knows. Looks kind of like Drew. And also, this is like, I know. He does not look like Drew. Well, from a distance. Let me zoom in on his tiny head with his no chin. I got a tiny head. Okay. Yeah, that guy. I'm sorry. I was just looking at the swag with the He's guitar. Got a crazy bone head. Leather jacket and the guitar. I was like, that's like Drew. That, that, I'm sorry, Drew. This guy's ugly and you're not. So fuck that. Dude, that guy looks like fucking uh, Mark Zuckerberg, but, like, but with the Beetlejuice shrunken head shit. Look how giant his body is. This guy's like 6'8". Hey, I stand by the Drew body, dude. It looks like he's shredding out there. Anyways, I also know He's Drew, Drew Mantia. That's the man. Big uh, D'Angelo fan. <clears throat> oh, of course. Drew, that's his that's his bread and butter, baby. Mm. So I, I was reading uh, with this album, like, part of his 14-year hiatus. I, like, hear it in a lot of Drew's productions, um, like the, the R&B <clears throat> vibe. Right. But that he uh, fell into, like, kind of a slump and a depression uh, off the success of his 2000 album, Voodoo, which is amazing, an iconic album. Yep. That's why I didn't recommend it, because you should be aware of that shit already. Duh. <clears throat> um, it says he became uncomfortable with his status as a sex symbol. Uh, also, a close friend and MTV affiliate, Fred Jordan, uh, committed suicide, which he developed a drinking problem. And uh, Me and you should make a suicide pact that we won't ever do it. No, I'm finna live, dude. That's what I'm saying. Living is pretty sweet. Let's slice our the palms of our hands and press, like shake and then the whack blood. each other off with our yeah. good, good hands. <laughs> we'll Dutch rudder, Dutch, Dutch blutter. <laughs> we'll fucking switch hands <laughs> and give each other AIDS because we both have it. You can get you can get AIDS if blood if AIDSy blood gets in your pee hole, right? Oh my god, can you? Yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm not one of those fucking whack jobs. Who thinks he can get it from kissing? Whack jobs. Dude. That's how you get it is a whack job. <laughs> a bloody one. <laughs> a bloody whack job, dude. A Dutch blooder. God, we're so good at podcasting. 
You better pay up. <laughs> it's not <laughs> you bad. serious, dude? We're so good at this. The album is Black Messiah. Hell yeah. The artist is D'Angelo and the Vanguard. Is it Jesus? No, it's Judas and the Black Messiah. <clears throat> yes. God, Judas. Dude, I'm just a dumb guy. I already figured this out 10 minutes ago, but I'm like still second guessing. Jesus is the Black Messiah. All right. D'Angelo is point. Jesus. Trick question. <laughs> Who'd win in a wrestling match? Jesus or D'Angelo? <laughs> and trick question, dickhead. D'Angelo is Jesus. Oh my God, that's good stuff right there. I ain't farting on no snare drum. All right, let's get into some fan questions. It's time for fan questions. Rudle do, rudle Reports. What did that guy say about boot scooting? We were scooting, scooting boots. <laughs> Sounds like that Kyle Dunnigan librarian character. We were scooting boots. <laughs> uh, so we have sent in from. Let me see if I did I download this already. Where's the documents at in this motherfucker, man? Where the downloads in this bitch, man? You know what I'm saying? Where the downloads at in this motherfucker, man? All right. Last week's ass cheeks. Square boys. I realize this shit plays at a smooth and sexual 69 BPM. But I'm more taken aback by Term's innate ability to sing at that speed on command. Kind of got me all hot and bothered. This is a uh, a stinger submission, by the way. I yes. Believe. This guy hit me up. Okay. Asked where there, to there, send I it. Got, I got two. <laughs> oh, really? There well, one be, of them uh, asked me where to send it. So, In fact, I think there is. <clears throat> It's a, it's a pamphlet they issue on April 15th. <laughs> God damn it, I butchered that. Uh, but what else? But you know what else? Wow. Just a moment for me here. Your it's been day. a few weeks. You <laughs> But you know what else is hot that bothers me? This stinger. Tried to do something else with it, but didn't uh, end up adding much. I hope you nerds had a good Thanksgiving. Well, you heard about terms. Uh, and wish you a great rest of the holiday season. My birthday is this Thursday, so can I get a fat hell yeah? Hell yeah! From the pad, followed by applause for not dying. Beautiful. Stay sexy. Beautiful work, my friend. That was teamwork. Hell yeah. All right, so now he sent this stinger. Let's listen to it and see what's good. We should have said this last week. Okay, it's, it's the other one. We should have said this last week. We should have said it last week. <laughs> so much better. It really is better with that. It is. Can I hear it one more time, though? Because I feel like there should be a space okay. between the first two. A comma space. Dude, fuck you. It's fine. We should have said this last week. We should have said, said this last week. week. We should have said it last week. I actually think it's perfect the way it is. Play it one more time. I talked over it when we hear it, though. It's fine. We should have said this last week. We should have said this last week. We should have said it last week. It's not our album. It's the podcast, dude. It's fine. <laughs> Anyways, let, let, I, think, I think great. we're about to have dueling stingers. Uh-oh. Dueling stinger off here because someone else says... Uh, attempt number two at sending you guys this stinger. My name is Joey. All right, this is the guy who hit me up. Yeah, the other guy's name is uh, Christian. All right, Christian, Joey, head to head. Let's go. Uh, I'm sending you uh, the stinger. My name is Joey. I reside in Las Cruces, New Mexico. I have no idea if I said that right. And I make music without any software, just I machines. Think it's Las Cruces. Right. 
Um, my buddy who is mastering my shit is way too busy at the moment, so I did my best to polish it. Before mastering his- my shit. <laughs> I love gay people. It's the new millennium. Anyways, he sends his stinger here. Let's uh, let's see which one we like. That was a great <laughs> whoopee fight. You might want to put some more air in. Is that our lucky whoopee? Which one was that? <laughs> it was these two at the same time. Those are the two ones I just opened. <laughs> Those were the two that we still had unopened. They sound like it, too. They sound fresh as fruit. And they still got that powder. <laughs> mm, that powder freshness. All right. This is... Uh, wow, dude. Joey's uh, Stinger. We should have said this Ooh. We said last week. Things we should have said last week. Things we should have said last week. Yo. Christian, you're out. That was so good. Oh my god. Christian, fuck you. <laughs> Christian, you suck ass. Dude, you suck shit. I really did like Christians. You know what? Who gives a fuck? This is not a weekly bit. Whenever <laughs> whenever we <clears throat> needed to one. say something last week, we have two terrific stingers. Right. We'll, but hit, yo, we'll hit whichever one, Joey. which means we'll always hit this one. Term made us listen to the last one four times. We got to hear yours again. He spaced it out. Ooh. Uh, let's go. Hey. I like how the ending's not even in time with the rest. Like right. it could have just ended and then like I, like, I like Christians. We should have lived. I like how Christians ends and then that clip is in there. You want me to splice them in logic? Yes. <laughs> I feel Yo, like we can combine the two. This right here is for both Christian and Joey. Yeah, dude. I think we, we got it. Oh my god. Way to go, man. That's a good stinger, dude. And I, and I do think Christians was greatly improved off our, our suggestion for the second trip. Just adding that, we should have said last week. Really ties the whole thing. Really drives it all home. Man, uh, I'm going to right now drag both of these onto my desktop because I do not want to forget to save these in my podcast folder. Uh, thank you. Wow. Actually, I was unsure. It's like, oh, my God, we've been doing a long episode, and there's not shit we're saying that we should have said last or three weeks ago. So I was like, should we even do these right now? Yeah, dude, that ruled. 100%. Thank you, guys. And Because next week we'll say things that we should have said this week. Dude, Christian, Joey, Bubby. You know, there's a, we're also looking for a terms bad bets thing, but we're going to need to work slowly and organically into the jingle because we never had term lay down a perfect 69 BPM. My bets suck. Did you win any money you this guys past stink. week? My guys stunk. Did you see uh, on the screen during UFC they put up that info about if you bet the six way parlay? It was no. like I think it was right after the Delise win, and it was like if you bet on him to win plus the five fights before him, if you got the parlay yeah. on all six correct, if you if you bet a hundred dollars, it would have been like forty three thousand five hundred dollars, right, or something. And I was like, damn, you think anybody ever? bet that or hit that i would have bet one dollar and one four hundred that's like that's because i I just started thinking i read that and i was again that that was saturday that was when i did the uh i watched the nepal thing i was i was a little micro dosey and i just started thinking of like dude should i be gambling a lot like i saw a hundred dot like right should i be looking at lines on bets because god damn like i feel like i could have 
guessed five out of six of those? I had a few <laughs> uh, pretty good parlays going, but unfortunately, Damn. I had um, Schnell, Barbarina. The very gay Matt Schnell. Uh, Barbarina. Yeah. Yeah, dude, did him dirty. Yeah, that was weird. I know she was saying- First, he has to shave his head because he, he was overweight by like half a fucking pound. So he shaved his head. Wait, oh, so that was for weight? That's why, he, yeah, that's why no, he was bald. I did not realize that. Um, it's pretty common. Often, you'll see like you know, girls will fucking chop their ponytail hey, off makes on sense. the spot. I just because it's like, hey, that's fucking half a pound right there. Did Get not, that shit uh, off your body. I did not know. Um, he shaves his head. Megan and Levy calls him gay. Yeah, I have the clip of my story right here. Hold up. He fucking gets <laughs> TKO'd <laughs> against a very gay match. Now, come on, dude. <laughs> Come on, dude. Um, I imagine she was going to say that he. Yeah, she's trying to say that he's very game, right? For this matchup, he's game. Anyway, he's I, down. I he's had Schnell, Barbarina, and Holland, so it didn't go well for me. That Holland fight was really sick, except for how it ended. Um, yeah, I just thought the rounds were like I was like really watching intense. He broke his hand in the first. Yeah. Um. So it's crazy that he was I throwing thought, it as much as I he was he in the was, second. I and that he, he let Thompson I up thought, in the second with a broken I thought, hand. <laughs> I, no, I, I'm being um, a jerk. No, I thought uh, he was blocking those head jerk. kicks from Wonder Boy, and I thought he was. Those so they, w- those would have been knockout head kicks if he didn't have his wrist. And those are hand breaking exactly. kicks. Also. I thought it might have hit his knuckles. And they, he, they claim it was on the mm-hmm. you know when he punched him in the forehead in the first round and almost knocked him out. That's probably what you want to do as a professional and not say you broke your hand getting kicked, but throwing a punch, right? Whether it's true or not. Like, yeah, it was me punching his. See how he's bleeding? And then it was that punch right there. Badass that one. points for fighting like yeah. two two and a half more rounds. It's a damn shame because I was rooting for Holland, but <clears> overall, <throat> I was just like that was a great fight. It's classic Holland, and once again, he's got like yes. Yeah, Sometimes the internet mad at him up, for letting people up. It's more the fact that twice he had the uh, top position, the top position advantage. Yep. And he, his coaches were telling him in round three, like, "Hey, man, I know you're proud and all that, but why people don't, you- don't watch these? Like, uh, they do these face to face interviews uh, with the the main event fighters a lot. Yeah. And Holland and Thompson's was crazy because they're so fucking nice. It's like, how are these guys going to fight each other? Dude, it was like tomorrow. a, as Jim Ross would call it, a slobber knocker. It was a slobber knocker. It was so much striking and, and so like fast paced. Their fucking face to face interview the day before was like chummy. It was insane how chummy they are they and said, how they um, beat the shit out of each other. The, I the heard next the day. announcers say, uh, we've never seen two opponents in a main event spend more time hanging out it was, it's nuts. this week than these two. Uh, but they, in that interview, they like made an agreement to keep it on the feet. Yeah. Uh, he had like a fucking sportsman. I guess I like it. Gentleman's and bet. Thompson is a stand-up fighter, and he lost his last two fights by you know grapplers who fucking laid on him the whole time. Yeah, shout out Holland for like probably being able to finish him if he didn't whatever stick to his little pact they had right you know? at the end of the day for, to, to most people it's like you're a professional fighter you should win the fight yeah any way you can especially when you know your hand is broken yeah um but you know i've it, kevin holland's it's it's kevin holland being kevin holland he's a better's nightmare yeah and you know i lost a few bucks on him but it's like you know i don't fucking this is actually a fitting i don't dislike um, him Fitting time to play this question right here, I think. Uh, when it comes to MMA, which one do you think is most useful in a street fight? <coughs> and second question is, when it comes to hip-hop, which decade do you think was the best slash most 
influential on you guys. Which form of mixed martial arts do you think would be best utilized in a street fight? I'm going to term take that one. Which martial art? Right. Um, I would say wrestling. Yeah. Any like dominant. Wrestling always dominates. But so you would separate Brazilian jiu jitsu and wrestling as wrestling's a better street fight tactic? I think so. Why At least that? in like fucking controlling a guy. To, if, if the, uh, you know, if, if you're just talking about like neutralizing. Uh, the opponent or whatever, the threat. Yeah. Um, with wrestling, you could just fucking take him down. You could fucking knock a guy out with a takedown. Right. <clears throat> if you slam him. Um, but just like fucking to slam a guy down, uh, I think wrestling dominates I think everything. for the other question about which decade in hip-hop was most influential, I might like, I would say the... Uh, the the 2000 aughts there just like from 2000 to 2010 yeah. would be most influential on me even even in the opposite day form of stuff i hated motivating me to like way too prematurely think i'm like better than them you know like little wayne we always talk about like dude this guy sucks we'll be better than him right so like I was motivated hearing like Dipset and Joel Santana and Lil Wayne songs in 2005. Because I was like, this is so whack. I'm going to prove that I'm better. And I'm like, dude, so gay. But I think the 90s are probably more influential to me uh, musically, not just hip hop. Just like, uh, I don't know, overall, speaking overall. True. Uh, there, I don't True. know. There's just so much. Uh, even even shit like and this isn't stuff I listen to all the time, but like the the impact that things like Sublime and Nirvana and Green Day and Alice in Chains and like this whole like I wasn't I was listening to a lot of that type of shit when I was a kid. Green Day, Dookie. huge huge grunge grunge kid. Yeah, uh, Dookie. Um, huge. So I, I feel like the the nineties. Like if I just had to say what decade of music was most influential even though i like i don't still li i don't listen to sugar ray and stuff i would listen to music from the 70s and funk music before i, I listen to that i just want to fly freaky, freaky, fr fly in this way so i don't think uh, put your arms around me baby put your arms, put your around, arms me, around me baby. baby actually like i'm a rocket don't put man. your arms around me or you might get like stopped by my spiky suit it's actually uncomfortable to give hogs <laughs> <laughs> so um, but yeah, probably those like, also like 2000 or 2010, because right smack dab in the middle is when we started writing raps. Like what? No matter what we were listening but to, so but much of what we were listening to was 90s, Wu Tang, Eminem. Uh, I would Souls also argue Mischief, that the Far Side. Yeah, sure, but I would argue that a lot of the stuff that made us want to write came from the early twos. And like cannabis, a little brother, and slum village, yeah, and those, sure. those MF were Doom, hands down. MF Doom, but Period. that was the '90s. That was twos. I know that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I'm agreeing with you. The stuff. The that reason I started rapping is we MF were just, Doom. We were discovering the things, whether they came out in 2004 or not. Like we were discovering stuff then. Big from, L. Yeah, from Biggie. late '90s and early twos, and then we just kind of kept, you know, listening and third base, <laughs> fourth base. Um, I know I said Eminem, and I've said before that he wasn't really a big influence on me but i did have a mixtape like a burned cd in my car i think that was an influence on him you see how he looks dude he looks just like me <laughs> he does uh but i did uh years ago in my car uh have like a burned cd of all like eminem 90s radio freestyles yeah yeah loved that shit 
I didn't listen to his albums much. I still am not very familiar with his albums. I had a few questions pulled up, but like any of them. running so long, I might just uh, stash one or two. But here, how about this? Here's here's at least one more. Maybe we'll do. Uh, maybe we'll do two more. Tell me so I'm playing back to the old episodes where Ack recommended uh, YBN Core Days. Core Days. Skating, um, baby. <laughs> is this the guy? <laughs> is this Jake Flynn? Is this that guy? Uh, YBN Core Days Lost Boy album. He made a phone uh, call and he went to bed and, and he died. The whole album. That is probably the most amazing album I've ever heard in my life. How drunk are you, baby? I'm almost in my life. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> yes, it is a very good album. Is I this still the listen... guy who's mad that we wouldn't let Jarv talk? <laughs> Did, uh, I still listen to... Is this um, that high school football high fan? School? Uh, big guy with the one tooth? Um, Do you know who I'm talking about? I've, I've brought him up like eight times. What? The guy... Who was mad that we, <laughs> that we would interrupt Jarv. Yeah, he, no, yeah, that guy. No, I don't he know. He sounds just like this dude. He was on like Tosh.0. He's like a viral video guy. But he's like a big, fat, retarded guy <laughs> with one tooth who, who like commentates high school football. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen this guy. And he has recently gotten the Takashi 6ix9ine like, teeth surgery because he's... Oh, man. I don't even know. I don't think I can do with my carpal tunnel wrist. I don't think I can talk and type out how to find this guy right now. Um, I can find it. Yeah, you find it because uh, this guy. Is it's easy. You type retarded high school high football. School? I don't know. You might get some of those videos, though, where they like hand the ball off to the challenged kid and let him score a touchdown. Right. The one day contract. <laughs> retarded <laughs> high school. Anyways, I'll let him finish while you look for that. I cried. One, two. And jerked up. And what? Everything term recommends sucks. Eat my ass compared dude. to this. Hell yeah! Oh, thank you. And I seconded the YBN Corday album. Right. <laughs> uh by the way, Ecumenal also recommends cheat codes by Black Thought and Danger Mouse. Buddy, listen to that and cry and jerk off and call back and tell me I was right, dude. We ain't out here listening to no D'Angelo BS. <laughs> um uh, yeah, I still listen to Have Mercy and um, uh, Bad Idea, which is interesting. I never, I, I it took me a little extra time to, for it to click that that's not an original um, chorus. And it might not be such a bad idea if I never went home again. That's an old Gil Scott Herring song, <clears throat> and so he just like took that. Like I was watching a documentary or something uh, recently. It might have been like Summer of Soul or something like that. And I was like, damn, that's a Gil Scott Heron song. And they just did the YBN and Chance thing. Because that's one of my favorite songs on the album. And I was like, this is an all-original jam. But uh, it's actually not. The more you know. So he goes by Chad, the high school football fan. High school. And he, he was a c- celebrity profile. Remember that? Yeah, dude. I, to- I can. I Yes. <laughs> Absolutely, dude. Every time that we've played that guy who's mad that we're talking over Jarv, I think of this guy. It's terrible quality. Is this the whole thing? 
Yeah. Gosh. It's season after season. If a high school football this is such game a is most interesting detour. To do on a yeah, we're not going to do all that. <laughs> what we are going to do is play one more short fan question and get the fuck out of here. What's up, Banks? I'll go through the old podcast. Uh, Terrible. Have you fucking ended up ever going to Trader Joe's yet? Yes. I haven't either. But, uh, fuck. I went there on I had another question. What an idiot. Well, that's good. <laughs> Hit him with a whoopee, dude. <laughs> fucking guy. Um, I went to Trader Joe's while I was in Florida, and got their um, the Oreos they sell, JoJo's. Yeah, fucking fantastic. I like to get their um, I love like Trader Joe's. Their chocolate covered peanut butter cups, and we keep them in the freezer. <laughs> Grab one or two of those after dinner from a little sweet tooth. From a little time glimpse to time. into the lives Squ of the Palmer Squares. <laughs> Um, Eating Trader Joe snacks. Yeah. No, Trader Joe's is great. The old lady, you know. Melina loves Trader Joe's. Hey, I don't dislike it. I just don't go there as often to shop. But It's very reasonably priced. That's my dogs. All right, where's the fucking thing? We got to read some things and get the fuck out of here. All right. Thank you, everybody, for joining us for another installment of the TPS Reports by Gadget. You know what I'm saying? Oh! Let's... Read some shitty YouTube comments. This ain't it. Hold on. I think I got... Why is everything all fucking bluey on me? You know what else I watched? I watched The Birdcage. You ever watched The Birdcage? Yes, I have. It's, it's a great a movie. Fucking great movie. Yeah. It used to be like my one of my mom's favorite movies in the 90s. Or whenever it came out. It's the 90s, like 96. Yeah, yeah. It's a 96! <laughs> <laughs> what are you speaking, Greece? Uh, love. I loved the Birdcage. You'd never seen it. I'd seen parts of it. I'd never seen the whole thing from uh, start to back. I think a few uh, a few years ago, it might have even been during COVID, two years ago or something, where I was just like revisiting movies I hadn't seen in a while. Like I, I love it's Mike a couple of years, but I watched it sort of recently. It's uh, directed by Mike Nichols. I love Mike yeah. Nichols, director of The Graduate, Catch Twenty Two, Carnal Knowledge. Yep. What planet are you from? The Gary Shandling movie where he's an alien with a vibrating penis who's sent to Earth to <laughs> impregnate a woman. Uh, this is a comment on the word video on YouTube. This right here, this shit right here, is the pinnacle of rap. The two most lyrical rappers out there deserve to be way bigger than they are. You're too kind. That is correct. My dog. Um, never had nothing. Loved y'all since the beginning and always will. Brain busters. Another one on the word video. <coughs> word! All caps. <laughs> I love these keepers of real jazz hop. What? No, I'm sorry. That's not right. <laughs> um, MC Showcase. Still a banger. This is my Jack Harlow thing. A banger. YouTubed Tyler Hero. Can't find you guys. Hashtag best version. I'm probably going to delete that shit. Uh, <laughs> I put those verses on uh, another song I'm working on, so why don't you forget about Harlow and focus on me? Right. Uh, word video, again, yeah, very again. popular this week. Um, this hurts. It's so legit. Let's see, what should I play for that? Bullshit! Yeah, that's good enough. <laughs> Lug nut. Fixed it. It's gotta be there. When, Lord, when? The, uh... No, I, I know where it is. He loves... Nope, I was so wrong. Oh my god! Is there anything else you want to tell me? Okay! I deserve that. 
Then look into my eyes and say, <laughs> it's all it is. Look into both our eyes at the same time. And Dude, how? That's none of your business. Have you considered there? I think that you seem. He's perverted. I never knew that. Is there anything else you want? That's enough. <laughs> oh my God, that's horrible. I thought I'd have it. Man, we have so many, so many, so many. Think times. about it. Because <laughs> they're great, dude. I'm tighter than your <laughs> bitch, man. Right. Uh, never had nothing. Song always gets me through hard times. Goosebumps or uh, uh, Deadhouse. <laughs> This song gives me goosebumps. Uh, uh, that's a is, very clever comment. Uh, that's really good. Who left that? I'll actually give this to you right here. Hell yeah! Uh, that is from yeah! Yeah, 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 yeah. some guy from the internet. <laughs> I swear to God, this is his man. name is even funnier than his comment. <laughs> Rohypnol. Damn, you guys are insanely dope. One, two, three, four, five fire emojis. <laughs> Zanny Claus, it's that time of year again. So long, John Hughes would be proud. You know it is <clears throat> that time of year again. Um, Check the P.O. box and it'd be empty. That that did happen. <laughs> uh, no, but we're like, because when I come in here to do that opening song, I always look at like the top charts. What are the what's the top song right now? Maybe I can do that. It's Dear still Libra. it's still um what is it? rich rich flex. Oh, can you do some for me? All oh, right, right. Can right. you boot scoop for me? And uh, but it's the time of year that I love, where Brenda Lee, rocking around the Christmas tree, is always snuggled up with whatever like Drake or fucking. So it's Hell Rich yeah. Flex number one, Brenda you know Lee crazy? number two. I can't make this stuff up. The next comment comes from I don't know if he's rich, but it's remember Flex Bosley. Flexy uh, artist if starving like listening to our music. He is one hundred percent not rich. Artists starving like Karen Carpenter, barking generic garbage and carving satanic stars in the park benches. I the, keep my pip in the split. The you greatest. Stiff up a lip. The greatest. Spitting some ignorant shit. Solely to spark tension. The greatest line in rap history. Term K for prez. Prezzy. Should We're, I run? You think I should run? Away from that opportunity? Yeah. Kanye West happening. for Vice. That's so funny. You go from running for president to especially Hitler. Like in a couple of years, <laughs> so funny. What did he say? I didn't, I still haven't heard I don't, it, dude. That's the thing. He was on Alex they Jones. They think they're gonna show, they're gonna is... simp me into that. Yeah, exactly. They're showing little snippets, and it's like, oh, I guess I need to watch Infowars now to know what's going on in the world. I'm not gonna watch this interview. Look, Kanye spouted off it's about two Hitler hours again. long, and I was told it's in the last like ten minutes. I still haven't watched Ari Shafir Jew, and I want to see it. I'm what not are, watching. What are you doing? Working. Fucking making TikTok videos until my wrist falls Breaking off. Breaking my body down. <laughs> Any luck. So fire emoji. It's cold. This video is straight vibe. LOL. Love you, doggies. Any luck. Chris Webby does it better. We ain't forget him and the lyrics. Oof. All right. First of all, hold on. What the fuck? What the gush did you just say to me? <laughs> hold on. What? Who? I was going to do some extra ones because we were off for a couple of weeks, but what the fuck did Monster underscore Dipper 5 just say to us? Monster Dipper 5. This is on the Any Luck video, and it's out of the fucking blue. Chris Webby does it better. We ain't forget him and the lyrics. Oof. What does that mean? No one's dissing Chris Webby, dude. What does he do better? We like him, too. Does he have a song? You like, oh, he's better than us, according to you. That's fine. Why? Does he have a song about luck? Why the oof? Why the oof like we didn't kill it with any luck? He's got better lyrics. Oof. You're oofing me? Fucking. Can, you got a whoopee blown up? Because I can't reach. I can't even, I can't even fucking reach a whoopee right now, but I'm furious. Uh, anyways, I guess that's plenty. I've always known the name Chris Webby. Yeah, I don't know his catalog super well, but I've heard him on features and a few of his songs over the years over time. Uh... 
But I should probably do a deeper dive, honestly. You know who's, who's another one like that for me that I, I follow on Instagram and have been seeing dope footage is Prof. I've great. heard a lot of Prof songs, but I never like dove into albums, and I think he's great. I said I told this to someone four days ago. Everything I've seen of him is fucking awesome, and I've just but I can't like I don't know his albums and shit, so I might need to dive into that shit. Isn't Webby a guy though? Sans Chris, just Webby. Is it not. May, uh, you Why might do be I right. Think that you might be right. I'm not getting any results. Uh, and you know what? For good measure consistently inconsistent real question yeah were you, dude were you actually dropped on your head as a kid no i think i said that and yeah, i think dude. the answer is no i mean um i don't know mom no dude dude hold on dude 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 one second dude turn that off you got it gladly connect me <laughs> scalpel stop yeah, dude, Webby. I remember Webby, dude. Do you know what that means? Hey. I-N-D-E-P. Webby's the I-N-D-E-P. Do you know what that means? I knew I knew Webby. I know Webby, but we ain't forgot about Chris Webby in the lyrics, though. Oof. No. If he's talking about this guy, he's totally right. <laughs> Is this guy's name Chris? Oof. Don't oof any luck, dude. It's not our worst Do you track. know what that means? That's so weird. You could have said that about anybody. Like, go on any video. Go on Muff Hugger and be like, we ain't forgot about Black Thought Philly's realist out here. I was like, what are you talking about, dude? You're not on that thing. I like this We're not talking about him. First picture of Webby on the Google. Webby. Looks like he's sneezing. Because <laughs> <Got> tight. <laughs> he looks like he got stung by bees. <laughs> That's not a very flattering picture. What the fuck? The Why is his eye all shut like an MMA fighter? Um, he got a hematoma. This one's way cooler. He's got fan and oh, yeah. monies. Brr, big brr. Big brr. Big brr. Um, let's get the fuck out of here, dude. Like, we were off for a couple weeks. We had to go long. We had to go long for the homies in them one time, you know what I'm saying? TPS reports podcast at gmail.com. 708-797-3079. Write us. Uh, call us. And uh, patreon.com slash Palmer Squares. Like I said... You're probably going to want to go over there and sign up for $5 a month. Maybe not right now, but definitely in January or February at the latest. We hope to see you over there because uh, it supports us and it gives you the content that you know and love uh, in full form starting next month. Merchandise, palmersquares.com slash shop. I believe my pal Term here just ordered some more beanies and some more t-shirts. Yeah, here's the thing. Of our normal stock. A lot of it is out of stock, but I was going to put it in stock, but we're not going to have the stock for like two weeks, so you, you might not get something. It's not going to be under the tree. By if, if it's a snapback, you'll totally get it. Yeah, we still have snapbacks, but we're getting more beanies. If it's a black beanie, black beanies. Love those black beanies. <laughs> you'll totally get it. Bastard. Um, <laughs> but some sizes of the shirts, if you place an order, you might not get it by Christmas. Yeah, it's getting a little, it's okay. a little tight there. It's okay. Good shit. You um you know, you like print out a picture of the shirt, it's you put it inside a little box, they're not expecting a shirt. It's not just fashion, it's fashionably late. <laughs> it's cool. It's the coolest way to wear clothes. <laughs> it is the coolest. Um but yeah, palmersquares.com slash shop. We got stuff there. Dude, and I ordered a shirt while we were on tour. From us? From uh <laughs> Palmer Square shirt. You know how I got that Miles Davis uh yeah, yeah. with the pee pants Billy Madison shirt? Yeah. Same company. 
Uh, I ordered a, a, a shirt from them while we were on tour. Still haven't gotten it. Damn. That's Bubkiss right there, but it, dude. But I'm cool. You suck! Well, I'll stop you right there. When you order, you you know, you're understanding. You're... I was understanding, because it says it, <laughs> that, like, these aren't printed yet. You're buying it in yeah. advance. Look, as long as we put a disclaimer but up. But it has been a little long. Look, go buy some shit. And like I said, uh, we'll be reminding you week to week here, but we're going to switch up the, the, the Patreon. Uh, I'm sorry, the podcast approach, splitting it with Patreon starting next year. But you're not just getting the podcast. You're getting some extra perks. Uh, go to patreon.com slash Palmer Squares to see everything there. One of the things that you actually don't know about unless you're listening to the podcast, because I don't think we've mentioned it elsewhere, we have a new vinyl coming out of one of our albums. It's a double disc. I'm pretty sure I already spoiled which one it is, but in case you didn't listen, I'm just going to tease double disc TPS vinyl album from, I believe, the year 2015. Think MGK's genre trajectory. I'm a fucking rocket man, and I'll (laughs) see you on the moon, bitch. Right. Um, Planet that. of the Shapes coming to vinyl. <laughs> like, if you made it three hours into this episode, you deserve to have it spoiled. Uh, and we're definitely going to do a Patreon um, like pre-sale period. It shouldn't be anything exclusive to where you won't get one if you're unless you're a patron. But uh, we have a, a couple of different color variations, and one is more limited, I believe. So <laughs> if you want first dibs, hey, five bucks a month gets you a whole lot more than the fucking podcast starting next month. So uh, support your boys and. We love you. Always Shoot, have. Okay. Um, follow me, Ecumenal, on uh, Instagram and Spotify there. Uh, and uh, freaking, freaking, uh, what's the thing that you always follow check? Follow me, everything is all right. What's your new thing? At I'll Chomo Groomster. win at night. Oh, yeah, so that, like, uh, while we were gone, pull up, pull up one more time. Okay. Pull I was going to ask. One more time. Hey, man. Because there gonna, was, like, You're two. probably going to have to talk with me and my girlfriend more about that whole first story. Right. So why don't you just tie one on? We'll hang. But out. there was also a mass shooting at a uh, like a drag performance at a gay club. It sounds like a real drag. Was that Colorado? You know what? Yeah, good one, dude. <laughs> and um, you we were you know. <laughs> uh, I knew from the second I read the headline that that. Uh, account libs of TikTok was going to get dragged into it, and they were totally. I've actually heard them brought up, but on like a few things. Like it's it's just it's in the mainstream. Right. Like people on Bill Maher would bring up libs of TikTok well, now as, like, a, as a source. It was like part of the reason why I followed them in the first place was there was a whole thing where uh, a reporter like tried to dox the Yo. admin, and then the fucking the reporter got a bunch of backlash, and then she tried to play the victim. Uh, and that got them a lot of like support because they were their account was being kind of so censored. My mom, or shadow banned. Or my whatever. mom uh, is a big Bill, 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 uh, excuse me, Bill Maher viewer, oh, and yeah. Bill she, Maher. She, she told me to watch one of his recent episodes for like a thing they were talking about, and it happened to be the episode that Matthew Perry was on promoting his book. Maher. Yeah, what's with Matthew Dude. Perry being all in the news about like his Dude. memoir and being a pillhead? He, I told my mom, get me the book. He died on the table from pills. Right? I told my mom she can. He was I, on the slab. I watched his interview in that. Dude rules so hard. And I, when I saw my mom last week for uh, Thanksgiving, I was like, we were talking Christmas gift ideas. I was like, yo, you can give me that Matt Perry book. I'll read it. <laughs> it sounds you know awesome. Well, that, there should be like one payoff to him ruining those two or three seasons of Friends with his fucking fat. Pilled out nonsense. Dude, he talks about like, or at least what he disclosed in that interview. How many, like, how many, like, fifty, 
50 plus Vicodin in a day, like things that are just oh, yeah. like wild. Oh, yeah. He said he would go to open houses, like he would look up open houses in the paper and because he couldn't afford, not even couldn't afford, but people were keeping their eye on him for like drug purchases and stuff. Right. He would go to open houses as if he were a prospective buyer right and he would just go in the medicine cabinets and and if it was an old person's house he'd be like score he would just go steal from open houses what? he's such a junkie and i genius. love it genius the guy's so cool <laughs> that is pretty cool but he turned his life around and uh all praise to the most high jesus and the black messiah yeah just know um there's like a big chunk of friends where he's addicted to pills and all he contributes. No, it's like a decades long part of his life. As Chandler is, he goes, it's so funny. There's a, there's a part in that Bill Maher interview and he says like, yeah, you'd actually be surprised to hear. I, I haven't had a drink since 2005 and it gets this smattering of applause. Like, yeah, way to go. Wow. We didn't know. And he's like, well, it's cause liquor didn't, I didn't feel anything. So I just needed pills. I needed to go harder. Like everyone's like, yeah, bravo. Flex. <laughs> It's like no, no, no. It's not good. <laughs> Weird it didn't. Flex. It didn't work. So I just had to go into prescription opiates. Like right. The way they were like, "Wow, he hasn't had a drink." <laughs> Here, cheers. I'm Speaking not in AA. A drink. I'm not in AA. It was just too bitch. Yeah. Never really watched Friends like that, but uh, Matthew Perry seems like a fucking G. First five seasons. <sighs> it's good stuff. Oh, anything else I wanted to mention here? We did the P.O. Box, right? Palmer Squares, P.O. Box 47772, Chicago, Illinois, 60647. It's not too late for the holiday season there. Make terms of life. You guys, someone someone send Term a BetterHelp subscription or something. I'm all right. He's got, he's got trauma under that beanie cap. I'd rather see like a <laughs> therapist in person. Absolutely. I, I, I think they're both like a final turn. It's actually pretty nice to not leave the house, but I've done therapy... <laughs> I don't currently talk to a therapist, but I have done teletherapy and I have done in-person before COVID. Yeah. In-person always felt like I was like getting more done or getting more anything of a, of a line of communication about anything. Right. But it was always nice to feel like I didn't have to like leave my living room and still uh, do my little, hey, you know, this is what's going on in my fucking life and no, I want to vent about that. It's really caught on. Yeah. Um, hey, it just happened. You just saw Richard out there in the lawn. You'll be fine. But, like, when you wake up screaming in, like, I don't know, 589 days, that's how it hits you. That's what trauma does. Right. It comes and catches up to you. It's real sneaky, like. No, Anywho. It hasn't been uh, too much like that. Yeah, it takes time. Um, You'll get there, dude. Don't worry. Most of it has been, like, like I said earlier, <clears throat> just, like, playing it. There hasn't been a day where I haven't thought about it. And there's not gonna be. Um, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> there will. That's what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> but most of it is thinking about, like... Um, like I said, like regretting, uh, regretting. Like going inside or not standing outside and, and like voicing my objection of like, yo, you don't need to tackle the guy. He's like mortally wounded. Yeah. Um, more shit like that. A couple that. of real jerks on the and, like, police the, force, huh? The first few days, like I said, was also just like, we we thought he had made it, but also just kind of playing through my uh, that scenario of like, was he staking shit out? Did he just like fuck up? You know uh, something I did while uh, you were gone that I've never done in my life, and I really like beat myself up about it because I'm so dumb. Cooked dinner one night. Forget what I made. It was just like chicken and rice and broccoli, <laughs> just, just some standard stuff. Right. Next morning, like I always do, I get up and I while I'm making my coffee, I start doing last night's dishes I didn't clean, and then I go and I grab the pan, piping hot. I left the stove burner on for 14 hours overnight. All night. All night. All night. I've dinner, never even done that. Dinner was at like 7:30. 
Look, I never left my keys in the car <laughs> running for a podcast either. Uh, <laughs> I never left my fucking car running for five hours outside. I did that last night. <laughs> <laughs> at my mom's house <clears throat> dude i couldn't believe that I, and a normal uh, fear of mine is just a vague fear of my house burning up like doug stanhope's house just burned up and they talked about it on skanks or something Jesus. it was like fresh in my memory and i swear the night i left the, the burner crazy on, thing is, i was though, going to bed thinking like hmm did i shut the burner off? that's what's crazy though is I, and i've had this thought like at a movie we've talked before about how i get high before every movie and then the first 10 minutes of the movie i'm not even paying attention i'm like yeah my car is on fire right now <laughs> dude, I, I know it burned my whole house i up. left the stove on whatever but i've had the thought before of like if you lift a burner on the stove with nothing over it it's like a candle being lit it's whatever it's like a gas fireplace there was a pan over it that is risky there was a pan over it getting out i'm surprised of shit that when you night. came out the next day it wasn't like bright red no it wasn't the pan uh, and also, well, here it was on like the lowest simmer setting, right? Which is weird to me because I would I would think for that long the flame would have expired and now just gas would be pumping into my house and I'd wake up and I don't know take a bowl rip or, or boom, just or just smell gas or like not realize that we all fucking died in our sleep because like of gas inhalation. Uh, midsummer, I really fucked up. I'm really not happy with myself for that. I really no, beat yeah. myself up about it for about a day. Well, last night I uh, at least went, I didn't find a dead guy on the lawn. <clears throat> I went to warm up my car and. When I went to leave my mom's house, my car, I locked my keys in it with it running. And it was like midnight. God. <laughs> so, you know what? You're dumber than me. <laughs> <laughs> me and my stepdad spent an hour with like coat hangers till he finally hooked it around the, the door handle. Yeah. I was ready to just break the window. I was so pissed. It's just a little peek behind the curtain at how the Palmer Squares are living. It hasn't been a great week. No, I, I had a pretty good week. Uh, aside from the, the, the fire scare, yeah. You know what I've been doing? I've just been eating loose drugs that fans gave me. I don't right. do drugs except smoke weed, pretty much. In fact, I haven't even tried to microdose shrooms in a year <laughs> and a half. But yeah, I ate some shrooms one day. I ate a half of Xanax last night. I've just been feeling great. I'm either really I feel de- great! I'm either really depressed or I just feel great right now. <laughs> I hate my father. I hate my life. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. We gave you a fucking three hours plus this week. Welcome back, Palmer Squares right. Podcast. Take my trauma. Please. Be entertained. <laughs> my life. <laughs> That's my favorite. Oh, you guys, we love you. Every listener out there, uh, keep listening, keep subscribing, and uh, stay tuned for these updates and get ready for uh, the shift going into next year. We're going to switch it up and try and make a freaking coin or two off of this damn effort after five years. Um, but we know you guys rule and will support us. And uh, Haffy is a priority like previous Patreon supporters. So maybe this vinyl release and the new podcast format will get you back over there to help us out in the new year. <clears throat> One more big important thing that we probably should have mentioned before three hours later. We have three shows opening for Tropodelic at the end of the year, December 28th. We're in Cincinnati at Riverfront Live, and then December 29th, we're in, uh, I believe it's Fernville, but basically it's Detroit. Detroit the dude. Magic Bag. Next time, when they ask you where you're from. Where? You're going to say Detroit City, and you get back on your feet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then we're in uh, Cleveland, House of Blues, New Year's Eveland. It's going to be a barn burner. We're going to be scooting boots. I watched the... Um, <laughs> The pilot episode last night of Detroiters. Yeah, yeah. And they go, um, 
it, you know, his dad used to run the company, and they're talking to these older ad, ad executives, and he's like, uh, they're like, you're Kremlin's big, whatever his name is, Kram, Hank yeah, Kremlin's yeah. son or whatever. And he's just like, uh, tell your father I say hello. And he's like, he's in a mental institution. He wouldn't understand a word of that. Uh, fuck, I'm ruining this now. <laughs> <laughs> I was so like on the edge of my seat. Oh, take he two, goes. Take uh, two. Take he goes. Two, go. He's in a mental institution right now. Talking to him is like talking to Bugs Bunny. And then she goes, "Well, you tell him what's up, Doc." <laughs> <laughs> now you got there. Fucking best show ever. <laughs> you got there, dude. Detroiters. If you've never seen Detroiters. Highly recommend it more than anything I've ever recommended. Highly. Yeah. All right, you guys. We love you. Always have. Let's get out of here with something. Um, I don't know if you heard. Our pal Jarv promoting his upcoming Woo! album on the podcast for What's the amalgam? Four straight weeks. Yeah, you might hear your <coughs> boys Terminac on that opening track going. I have listened and I don't hear myself. Do you hear me? I do. Damn right. And it upsets me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, his album's out, you guys. I'm sure you've already heard it because you guys are great supporters <clears> and love <throat> hip hop. But if you haven't, it's called The Amalgam. It's great. It's The Amalgam. He dropped a couple of tracks, uh, or I'm sorry, videos for a couple of tracks. And blue, blue. That's the one I wanted to get out of here with. Blue, Jarva. blue. And I was listening to some of his album earlier today. He sent us his album, I think like 10 or 11 months ago. He did. We have the privilege and the honor of twice now being sent Jarv's albums yeah. in advance to critique them. But when I gave him feedback, I, I, I said a couple things, but I know I said, and that blue track is a single. Yeah. And I was like, this, th that song, Blue, is fucking great. That's a single. Great job. So this is Blue by Jarv from The Amalgam, and it'll be in the Smoochie Gang playlist on Spotify. Um, but besides that, uh, we'll see you guys next week for the same standard TBS Sports podcast, Smooches. Kill Whitey. I'm feeling pretty cool, man. I'm feeling pretty beat up. New chick, I've been talking to, don't wanna meet up. Double D cups, ready to fill my NUT's bus. But she sucks, and I see got me living in a deep rut. Deep blue hues from the mood to the balls. Ex girl refused to move when I call. I'm sitting in my room, and I'm leaning on the wall. Staring at the ceiling, hoping that it falls. Looking for happiness in all the wrong places. Half of me wants love, the other wants to run bases. Needless to say, life's quite the predicament. I focus on the rhyme, and I apply it to the rhythm, and I get a good feeling for a moment or two, but I go back to blue when the flow is through. I'm shallow and I'm deep, and I don't know what to do. I'm torn and I'm feeling so blue. I'm so Sometimes when I'm crafting the tunes, I hear a sound that takes me back to my youth. When I think of where I am now, I haven't got a clue. And often that'll put me in kind of a blue mood. I miss being a kid, man. I miss having fun. So the other night I hit the playground just because. What have I become? I'm drunk and high. Hanging on the monkey bars, running up the slide. Jumping off the swings. I was running on the structure. I wish I had a time machine. I wish that I was younger. Didn't think it would be this much of a bummer. Didn't think that I'd be 20-something living with my mother. It's hard not to feel like a loser when they ask me what I'm doing and I have to save music It's not fun feeling like a dumb slob I should get a haircut and possibly a real job I should've went to college I should've got out of the small little town Now bound by nostalgia All my friends growing up Me getting to move But I'm still a little kid with the blues So
Whenever that you get a sad feeling, you can tell the whole round world you got nothing else to do with it. 